Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, look. It's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kids. I don't know why pie gets a rap as just like picnic food or diner food. Why can't I go to a nice steakhouse and get a piece of apple pie? Steakhouses, nice restaurants, they always have the same desserts. Creme brulee, cheesecake, chocolate cake, carrot cake. Why can't I get a piece of pie with some ice cream on it? Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic. How the f*** did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-rocket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. It's Half Drunk Friday Mm. and Tool of the Week Friday. You can send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone. 614-787-3093. 614-787-3093. Half Drunk Friday means one of us is completely drunk and one of us is completely sober, and it's up for you to figure out which one's which. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. I had dinner with uh, the Platinum Fox last night. Oh, yeah? How was that? I'll tell you, every time I go out with this guy, because he's a sales guy, that means he goes out and entertains Yeah, every those, single night. I don't know how it is in other industries. I'm sure it's similar, but radio sales is largely based around your ability to fraternize, develop relationships. He's going to dinner, he's schmoozing. And a lot of those trips, I mean, you go to dinner, there's there's wine, there's alcohol. Oh, he's a functioning alcoholic. There's There's no question about it. Right, I mean, you're always drinking. But when I go out with him, I just, you know, I drink whatever he's drinking. Oh. But he's used to doing it every single night. Yeah, you're not paced like that. Exactly right. You're trying to go run with a marathon runner, and you've just been doing 5Ks. That's I know, not, I know. That's not for you. I know. Don't do that. So I'm uh, I'm still percolating today. Yeah, I bet you are. I got some lava going mm-hmm. on. Oh. Oh, that kind of percolating. Well, sometimes when I drink too much, I, I get a little uh, runny down there. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> just, you know, I'm an open book. I, I got it when you said percolating. I got like, yeah, right. rum, rumbles in your tummy. Right. So if I, I have to, if I have to leave, okay, because I have to go. Hmm. Uh, yeah. If you have to leave, it's because you have to go. That's only in English does that sentence make sense. Everywhere else, people wouldn't understand what you're talking about. How you doing, Teddy? Good. Doing good, Mike. You're wearing uh, fan merch today, Teddy. Absolutely. It means it's laundry day tomorrow. Is my guess, right? <laughs> no. That's usually how that works for me. I support the team. If yeah. you see me wearing a fan shirt, it's because I ran out of shirts and I've only got that one left. I don't have any fan shirts. No. Nobody gives me anything. They've given it to no, you. Come on. Well, but you know what? They have given it to happens. me. I've also gained too much weight, and I've grown out of everything they've given well, me. Well, just so the listeners know, here's what typically happens: is people will say, "Hey, does Mike want one of these shirts?" And I'll go, "I'll ask him." Mike, do you want one of these shirts? And go, "Get the hell out of here! Why do I want a shirt? Why like do you that? make me out to be and then, that?" And way? then I go, "Well, I don't think he wants one." And they yeah. go, all right. I don't say that. Or you take it and give it away to somebody. Yes. You do do that too. You give them away that's to other you don't people. Get, you don't give me the proper size. Well, that's right. Yeah, they. I, I know you've had arguments in the four where they've said, "No, you're an XL," and you're like, "No, nah, I'm a two I'll tell you what. I forget what the event was, 
But Scotty Vegas comes down. And Scotty Vegas does all this oh, you know stuff. He's, he's promotions, if you didn't know. Was, That's what uh, he does, in addition to being on the air. It was picture day. Pictures, by the way, that we took and I have never seen <laughs> years ago. These were headshots. Right. I, were, I have no idea what these us, pictures were. We had a makeup artist that works for 10 TV who mm-hmm. did all of our makeup if we wanted it. They had us in the TV studio with lights everywhere to get all the nooks and crannies of our faces. Have you ever seen these photos? Um... Not the full database. I've seen like, I think you they have? sent, no, I think they sent out a couple of them once that I saw, but I have no idea where they exist. All right. So I probably Scotty Vegas this. says, Hey, for picture day, we want you to wear a fan polo. And I said, cool. I don't have a fan polo. Mm-hmm. So he said, I'll get you one. What size? XL. All right. All right. Easy day, enough. Day of. Yeah. He comes downstairs, hands me the fan polo and it's a large. And I said, this is not going to fit. I need an XL. No, man. They run big. They run big. This is not going to fit. Mm. I need an XL. No, try it on. It's great. I'm wearing one. Great. I'm fatter than you. <laughs> I need an XL. So I put it on. It is suction to my body. Mm-hmm. You can see all the breasticles yep. popping out. And I said, yeah. I can't wear this. Yeah. So I didn't have the fan polo because all he had was a large. Oh, that's probably why we haven't seen the photos then. They were like, I'm sorry, we can't use these. He doesn't have the fan polo on. Let's burn I just wore, them. I wore a regular black polo. How dare you? Well, it didn't have a give logo me a size. on it? Give I me know. a size that fits. Look, when I tell you I need a certain size, I'm not being dramatic for effect. I'm I fat. Know. Well, you know what I think probably that was? was that was that We don't have any XLs because they're too popular. We have other sizes. So pick another size, which is probably what that was. Let's try to make another size Shouldn't work. Shouldn't we have all the sizes... Buddy, we if should, have a, we should have a lot of things around here, you'd think. But uh, yeah. I'm just saying, you get all the double X's and triple X's. Yep. Because we're fat. You get one small for the Bode man. Yep, that's and right. And Ted. Ted, Ted fits Ted, in. Are you a small no, or a large? I use a large. But you know yeah, what? Okay. He uses a large, but he likes his clothes. Big. They're big. Ted, all Ted, yes. Yeah, Ted, you could easily do a medium. <laughs> yes, I could. Maybe you could make a small work if no, you were like Mark Cuban level of fashion sensibility. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could suction into one of those, but... Yeah, Ted's a medium for sure if he wanted to be. He just chooses to large. Yes. Good for you. Chooses to large. I've cho- I've chosen to large for probably three quarters of my life is what I've been doing. NFL draft continues tonight after an entertaining first round of the draft. So Bryce Young goes number one. No shocker there. We knew that was going to be the case. A lot of mystery about who was going to be that second pick with the Texans. A lot of talk about C.J. Stroud and the 18% he got on the, what is it, the S2 test or... Yeah. So whatever it's called. I think it's the SH something something. Well, test. whatever the whatever hell it is. it's called now, I forget. Maybe it was all smoke. Maybe it was planted there because the Texans wanted to throw people off the scent. I have no idea. But he goes number two to the Houston Texans. Uh, I said I thought he'd go two. I didn't necessarily think it was going to be the Titan, or Titans. Texans, I thought somebody would trade up at two and get him. But I guess the Texans weren't worried about the test they weren't worried about him sharing an agent with deshaun watson they viewed cj stroud as their guy all those narratives that we heard were basically oh he had this bad test his agent and and being deshaun watson's agent they don't like that i don't i'm trying to figure out because everyone always says that like oh it was a smoke screen smoke screen smoke screen yes but for what you know like if someone decides to do something covert or a smoke screen or whatever i'm talking like a government spying on somebody why the question is not what 
what action did they do? That's interesting. But why are they doing it? What are they trying to gain by it? I don't understand what C.J. Stroud, if you're the Texans, you need a quarterback. You've been abysmal. You have a guy here. The guy you had last year, Davis Mills, I believe, wasn't he? Or is he? He's their guy now? I forget. Either way, Davis Mills, poo. Like, you're... You don't have a good option at quarterback. This is a quarterback draft that has at least two guys at the top that everyone seems to think are pretty accurate, good throwers, able to get the ball all over the field. And Bryce Young and CJ, it made no sense for them to trade out of that pick. And yet, all these rumors came out. Couldn't have been the Texans doing that, right? What benefit would they get? It, It doesn't make sense that the Texans would do it. The only thing that would make sense is maybe a team, maybe the Colts wanted C.J. Stroud, but they were not in a position or just refused to trade up to two to get him. So they thought if they they put enough of this out there, he would be there at four. Now they wound up going with Anthony Richardson. Maybe he was number one on their board the entire time. But to your point, that's the only logic I can think of here. Right, which made today very suspicious to me. If you want to be conspiratorial, here's a juicy one for you. Because I don't know if you saw this. Is the Colts GM still Chris Ballard? Yes. Okay. I knew it was the Colts GM. I just couldn't remember his name. He was up speaking at the podium today and talking about, you know, their draft night and what they're planning to do today and all this other stuff. And he actually paused at one point and said, hey, I just want to take a moment. Not with Anthony Richardson, but there were other guys in this draft that there was a lot of people leaking stuff and saying stuff and putting stuff out there. And he went on like a two minute diatribe about how that's unfair to these guys. They work so hard. They do everything they can to get in this position. They are elite athletes. They are top performers. They are the best of the best. And then to have a week where these guys have to answer all these questions because of something that ultimately did not matter to most of the teams. He was just almost pretty much berating whoever it was that leaked this info, which to your point, well, maybe it wasn't. Well, what I'm saying is sometimes the best way to hide is right out in the open. You're right. You're right. (laughs) I mean, maybe he doth protest too much there. I don't know. But either way, I found that interesting today because I'm with you. I would have thought the Colts would be the ones trying to get, you know, is it the McNair family still? Bob McNair now is running this show after Cal was the the owner is the other way around. I think Cal McNair is the son, whatever. Getting the the McNair family to like go, hey, we can't take C.J. Stroud. Why do you guys want to take C.J. Stroud and get him off this S2 test? Or... Maybe there were some internal division in the Texans where they Could didn't be. want to take C.J. Stroud. That wouldn't surprise me either. Is that We think that everybody's on the same page. and The reality is we've seen it with the Browns, specifically, where the owner says, we're drafting this guy. Right. right? So perhaps the Houston Texans had no intention of drafting C.J. Stroud until owner guy came down and said, hey, guess who we're drafting tonight? Well, C.J. Right. Stroud. Now, here's what I find interesting, too, because... Then you have what the Texans did at three. They trade with the Cardinals to move back up to get the third pick. And they gave up a decent amount to do it. But then that allowed them to have CJ, who if CJ had fallen to three, I was telling you yesterday, I felt like the three pick was going to be a Buckeye because if the Cardinals stayed there, they're taking Paris Johnson, which they ended up taking him at six. And if they didn't stay there, they would trade out. Presumably, if somebody was stupid enough, to, if the Texans were dumb enough to not take CJ at two, I figured someone would trade up to three. By moving to two, or by picking CJ at two, they took away the Cardinals' trade partners. All these teams that wanted to trade wanted to trade for CJ, probably. Yeah. 
And so then the Cardinals are sitting there going, well, now who can we trade with? The Texans go, hello, how you doing? Here's what we want to trade for. And they end up getting a defensive player that is going to help them out too. It's a very interesting strategy all throughout this. And it still doesn't lead me to any clear examples of who would have leaked this info on CJ. I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter now. I just find it fascinating. More draft conversation coming up next. Plus, I'll tell you why CJ Stroud going number two is a very good thing for Buckeye Nation. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for right now. You'll find an accident blocking the right shoulder of the north side of I-71 southbound before Morse Road. Please be careful as cars work to get around this. About a 15-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With affordable statement of coverage, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. Only an array with fan traffic. Fan- Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No college education, and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It's Tool of the Week Friday. You can send in your Twitter tools, at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. You can also text the burner phone, 614-787-3093. So, draft. Yes. First round was last night. C.J. goes number two to the Texans. Here's why this is a good thing. Is that a good situation for him? I don't know. Probably not. They're awful. But if you have a top five pick, chances are you're awful. And well, the team you're going to is awful. That's right. what I yes. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're going to have to step into a bad situation, try and turn that around. Some of that's on you. A lot of that's on the front office and the guys they surround you with. But now he has a new challenge. Try and get that franchise back to relevancy. Here's why this is a good thing for Ohio State fans. Uh, Because now CJ is the top-ranked, top-going, that's not right. Highest drafted. Highest drafted, that's right. Thank you, T-Bone. No worries. Highest drafted quarterback from Ohio State, knocking out your favorite guy, Arch Schleister, at number four. Was at four and went to the Colts. That's right. I mean, were they in Baltimore at that time, I'm guessing? Probably. Way back, or well, were they? Was, uh, or would that have been Indy at that point? That was I in think the it was early Indy, That was eighty two. I think they were in. Yeah, I was Indy get, at that. I time. always get confused as to when they actually moved. It was late seventies or early eighties, right? I mean, he didn't do anything there. No, no, no. But, I know. I'm just saying. I found it ironic that there was a chance CJ could have fallen to four at who else? The Colts again could have drafted. A, like the tie would have been highest player, but thankfully that didn't happen for the. If you care about such things as Arch Leister being at the top of any list for Ohio State, which I do. I hate seeing his name up there. So, yeah, glad to see CJ's name has now erased his name from the top of that leaderboard. So Will Anderson goes three to the Texans. Anthony Richardson is the quarterback pick for the Colts at four. I'll tell you what, man. You would think that running game, not that Anthony Richardson is solely a running quarterback, but obviously that's a big asset that they think he's going to bring. I would think the running game that Indianapolis should have is going to be pretty dynamic, right? I don't 
I don't know what they will actually be able to implement. I know teams will gear up to stop it, and Anthony Richardson's well, going to have this past season, right? Anthony Richardson's going to have to prove he can beat you with his arm, and you know, accuracy is going to have to improve all those things. But boy, in a goal line situation where you've got some pretty talented guys who can get the ball over the line, I would tend to. Are think. we assuming he's going to be the starting quarterback from the jump? I'm trying to think who's there. Uh, I forget who they brought in, but I mean, I think he's going to have every chance to win the job. Uh, you you have a top five pick on this I know, guy. I know. I think. I mean, again, and I know. Considering you and I can't even name who's there. Well, I'm sure it's somebody that we're forgetting because we're yeah, dumb. Somebody bad. Well, whatever. Uh, what do we got here? Paris Johnson goes six to I, the Cardinals. I uh, I obviously think there was something interesting there because um, his dad, I want to say, played for the Cardinals or was drafted by them. Maybe I forget if he ever played there, but he referenced that in the broadcast that you know want to finish some things my dad started and stuff like that which i found interesting um but yeah buckeye fans in phoenix you got a lot of people there that love ohio state i would think that's a nice pairing for him as far as the fan support and then if kyler murray could be any good you need to have offensive talent around him offensive line talent to be able to protect him i don't know that it'll ever work you give him the best offensive line in the nfl and it still may not work but Paris Johnson has a clear assignment at in in Arizona, right? He's to go there and make sure Kyler Murray doesn't end up on his back. So that's pretty easy. DeAndre Hopkins too. A lot of people thought that he'd be gone at this point, and all the and maybe it's a smokescreen trying to get a better deal. I have no idea, but you know the the Cardinals were talking about how they don't expect to move him. Yeah, they, they're gonna they're gonna keep him around and, and call his bluff. I guess that's yeah. I don't know that that's gonna work out for the Cardinals. Maybe maybe it will. Maybe it'll turn around, but. Seems like he was pretty clear about not wanting to be there. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure how that situation uh, works itself out. Jalen Carter from Georgia falls to nine. He goes to the Eagles. I guess the biggest story, there's two huge stories here, I think, from last night. You know, the CJ thing was interesting, and all the behind-the-scenes stuff was, was very interesting. But to me, what the Lions did at 12 with the running back, whose name I have forgotten. Jameer Gibbs from yes. Alabama, yeah. Um, and where they drafted him and how they were in full celebration mode. I mean, the, the video is comical. I know all these teams are very excited when they get their guy, they make their pick. But this was a guy, according to all the experts, who, again, could be dumb. There was was a stat that I saw, a 99.9% chance he would have been there when they had their first round well, pick. Had, when when had, else did they, they pick? Eight, was it they had an 18th pick, I want to say. Yeah, 18 or 19, yeah. That everyone thought that he would have been available at that spot, and they have DeAndre Swift. Obviously, it sounds like they're going to trade him, or at least now he's been ouchy. So maybe you don't trust him as a you know as a someone you can rely on to start at running back. But Jameer Gibbs, as good as he seems to be, the conversation, right or wrong, from the experts was: Do you even bother taking a running back in the first round, let alone the top ten? This is with Bijan Robinson, who. I mean, you've got people today, Mike, whether they're right or wrong. The fantasy guys are saying he may be a running back one option. Like, he might be your best fantasy option on your team. As a rookie, you don't typically see the fantasy people going like, yeah, that guy, draft him first overall. They're saying this guy could be that dynamic of a player, right or wrong. And there was a debate on whether you should even draft a guy like that in the first round because of the position. Because the running back position is just not valued. Right. Then the Lions hop in and are like, cool, we have a good running back, but he gets hurt all the time. Let's draft a running back at 12 that would be there possibly at 
22 or well, that's 32 if, if we wanted If him. you have a first-round pick and maybe you don't draft again until the fourth round or yeah, something. Yeah, sure. Because you've traded away your picks, whatever the situation is. I can see maybe in that situation reaching or trying to get into the first round at some point later on to make this pick. 12 seemed like a reach. Even to the player, it seemed like a reach. You read quotes from him saying he was shocked. <laughs> to get the call from the Lions? Well, and if you haven't seen the video, it's it's comical, man, because their whole front office is just not just like high-fiving and clapping. I mean, they're doing the high-five at full velocity and then so much velocity that both of our bodies careen into each other and then we embrace as if we're rescuing someone from falling off a cliff and then you squeeze as if you're trying to make sure their eyeballs pop out of their head. Like, that's what every interaction was in that office for like two minutes solid one of their guys in the front office is slamming the desk so hard i thought it was going to snap in half and it wasn't dan campbell's right there you know he likes the big tough guys right he likes to i don't know i don't want to say like likes physical con- i don't know he, he likes does. To, he likes physical contact he's a football guy right he's one of these you know give me a big firm handshake you know slap your back really hard kind of guys Everyone in that front office was like, yeah, that's right. We're doing that. Whoever the heiress is to the Ford fortune, I think she was even in there just slapping people. She was happy. Everybody was excited over a guy that could have been there six or seven picks later at the least when you had another pick. Talk about the other big story of the first round of the draft coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find an accident blocking the left side of the ramp of Route 161 eastbound at I-71. Please be careful as cars work to get around this. You'll also find an accident on US-33 westbound after 270. It's blocking the right side. Caution is advised. Starting report is sponsored by Save Auto Insurance. Save Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Save Auto Group Agency Incorporated. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. So, talking about the draft. Draft continues tonight. Our coverage starts at 6 right here on The Fan. I was reading a story during the commercial break about a guy and a girl who were on a date down in Texas. Okay. Okay. And they drive up to this restaurant and they go to park in a lot which is next to the restaurant, and an attendant guy comes up and says, "You need it's $40 to park in this lot. Oh, he's $40? Park at a restaurant? I mean, there's a you know, lot there. I mean, right. these other people yeah. parking. This guy looks like an official attendant. I got to park your car. It's $40. That's the, that's the price. And the guy's thinking, well, that's pretty steep, but I'm on this date. Well, that's the thing. You, you know, gotta, you got a date in the car. You don't want to look like you're cheap or something. Right. So you're we're like, going, right, sure, we're going to this go. restaurant. I have this date. So doesn't feel good about paying $40, but gives the guy the money. Guy parks the car. They walk into the restaurant. Hmm. When he walks into the restaurant, 
he, I guess, complained about it to somebody at the restaurant. Like, hey, man, it's $40 to park outside? Yeah. That's ridiculous. And the restaurant said, no, that's, it's free to park in that lot. You got, you got scammed by someone who took $40 from you. Oh, no. And so this guy excuses himself, leaves the date in the restaurant, Uh goes outside, kills the guy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, and then oh, no. and then walks back into the restaurant oh, and continues no. the date. Oh no! Two days later, this chick is watching TV uh-huh. and the news and sees surveillance video of the two of them. Oh my god! Police want to talk to them. Oh, about oh, no. the murder of this guy, and so she calls the police and says, "That was me and my date. I had no idea that he killed the guy, but that was me." Boy, uh, that man, Timmy Hall, that's something (laughs) Timmy would do. Listen, we've all been there with the idea of, I was so angry that dot, 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 the little ellipses leaves a lot to the imagination, but I would hope that even though we may all even say like, I just wanted to kill someone. I was so angry. Like, I would hope that doesn't actually mean you walk outside and do the deed because someone took Forty dollars from you, and then walk right back in and say, "Well, all right, date time." I mean, yeah. Hope I get lucky tonight. Let's be clear: it's not better if this is what happens, but I guess it's a more normal human reaction if you lose your mind temporarily and then get into a fight with someone, and in the process of that, the person accidentally dies, and then your first instinct would be, "I got to get out of here. I got to run away. I got to like." Your first instinct would not be okay. Now, mm, do they have lobster? Like that that indicates you've got way more psychopathic tendencies than anyone ever previously may have known about you. If you could see someone die or at least think they might have died and then leave them to their own devices as you go eat dinner. I, I didn't see it in the story, but I wonder if it was enough just to kill him or if he reached in the pocket and got his $40 back. Mm. Well, that would be, uh, you know, I... <laughs> It reminds me, because of the word you said, reminded me of last night in the draft. I cannot remember who they were talking about. I think it was one of the offensive linemen, but they were describing how long this guy's arms were. And one of the analysts on TV said, you know, this guy can reach around some dudes. Oh, he can. And I said, you know. He can reach around some dudes. That's a, you know, it's a big thing they're looking for now is your reach around ability. They want to know, can you reach around some dudes or not? That's a direct quote from NFL draft analysts. So don't get mad who at me. Who said it? I don't remember, because it wasn't Herbie. And I, I don't think it was Greeny who said it. I was watching ESPN, clearly. I'm naming all the ESPN people. Maybe- we, we got Booger McFarlane here. This isn't from the draft. It's just... What, is, what do you have from Booger McFarlane? My goodness! To reach around the guy. To use his hands. Yep. Right. Exactly right. Um, what did I, Schlegel say? Didn't he have one, too? Yeah, he, he had one. Stroked a dude with his hands, I oh, want to stro- say. Stroked, stroked a dude. Stroked a dude. Meaning like he knocked him over or something, tackled him, hit him hard. I don't remember. Something like that. It was in the context. You had to be there. It's kind of a good thing. I don't have it. Oh, good. I'm glad you brought up the sound. I don't, that have, we don't it. have Sorry, I, was, I wasn't a, a planning on we'll it. We'll do it live. All right. More draft stuff. Yeah. The other big story of the draft, I, at least I think so, is Will Levis. Yeah. Falling out of the first round. Look, I mean, I... I I thought it was a stretch and ridiculous that we were talking about him having momentum as the number one pick or the number two pick, but 
I would have put a bunch of money down that he'd go someplace in the first round. After the fact, we hear about, well, they're concerned about his toe. It's like, all right, well, I'm not here to minimize the toe. As you like to say all the time, I am not a medical doctor. Right. But I am surprised if you really liked Will Levis that you would let the toe stop you, even if down the road that toe would need some surgery. He was sitting there. He's got all the beautiful people next to him with the cleavage popped out. Mm-hmm. And he looked completely miserable. I do not understand why these guys want to attend the draft. Well, I, I mean, I know why. It's, it's, you're told by everybody in your life. And I think there has to be something said about did his agent not do his due diligence? Was everyone just lying to his agent? I don't know. I'd love to know. I didn't look up who his agent was, but I would think the agent would have some sensibility to say, hey, man, if you go, just know you're going to late round pick at best, like a late round first at best. This could be dicey if you go. I would hope his agent wasn't actually buying into all that hype. Here's the thing that I find really intriguing, and I don't know where this all comes from, right? Because I don't think the NFL media people just make this stuff up. I tend to think that they are hearing things, but on some level, when we say the term falling, we're implying that Will Levis did something in the course of the draft, you know, process to cause himself to plummet, fall, not be selected. And the reality is you and I looked at this and probably most people who watched college football and said, Will Levis had a good year two years ago, last year, ouchie and not great. Okay, but not great. Top four, top five guy, I don't know about that, seemed iffy at best. And then the draft process starts, and everyone starts talking this guy up and saying he's good. And then a Reddit user five days ago, whenever it was, is like, this guy's going number one. And the the odds change at all the betting sites because so many people ran to put money on it. What I'm saying is, At some point, we just all got this. Anybody who bought into that hype got it wrong. Anyone in the NFL media got it wrong. He didn't fall. He is getting drafted where the NFL thinks he should get drafted. So so is C.J. Stroud. So is Bryce Young. So is Paris Johnson. So is the dude from Alabama who got taken 12th. Some team in the NFL thinks he's worth the 12th round pick, whatever, the 12th overall pick. My point is, these guys don't rise and fall or all this stuff. The draft experts get it wrong sometimes, don't they? Can't we at least acknowledge the draft people who said Will Levis is a top 10 pick? They they were wrong. He's not. He clearly did not end up being one. You were wrong on that if yeah, you thought and that. I don't know if the, if the toe thing just popped up in the last 24 hours or something, and that's why he fell. But I just, look. Well, they all got a, their medical evaluations well before 24 yeah, hours know, ago. Know. You know, I mean, they had to deal with that at some point. Not being a top 10 pick is is one thing. But I, I am surprised as we get later in the first round, like a team like Tampa's on the board. And you, maybe you didn't think Will Levis was your guy because you didn't think you'd be in a possession, p- position to draft a quarterback. And you didn't want to reach for a guy like Hooker, right? Right. But once you're you're there and he's sitting there and you're looking at Baker Mayfield and who's there? Trask? Kyle Trask? Is that oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Kyle Trask. I you know, and, right. and Will Levis is sitting there. You're not tempted to sure. say, well... Let's get some value here, at least some perceived value, and address the the quarterback position. Right. What I'm saying is he didn't, to your point, he didn't fall. Tampa's not interested, right? These other teams were not interested in at least moving up to get him there. There's a solid chance he's drafted at one of the first three or four spots tonight. So, yes, not a first-round pick, still a guy probably going in the top 40, still a pretty decent 
lightly drafted person. But yeah, embarrassing that you're sitting there this whole time and everyone tells you how great it's going to be. And yeah, I mean, that sucks. I felt bad for the guy, honestly. I thought that was really awful for him among, you know, again, for a guy who's going to make millions of dollars. He's got a lot of cleavage to keep him company. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is we have to, we do this every year though, where we're like, man, this guy fell. What a dope. And it's like, is he a dope or are all the people sitting there going, I don't know why he's falling. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Like those guys. Maybe they're dopes, and we shouldn't listen to them as much as we do sometimes. All right, more draft stuff, uh, plus Big Ten, bang the over. We'll talk about that. And uh, Browns didn't have a pick, but the Bengals did at 29. We'll talk about that. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on U.S. 33 westbound after 270, blocking the right side. It is passable with care, but plan on some heavy slowdowns. You'll also find an accident blocking the right side of the 670 westbound ramp to Neal Avenue. Please be careful as cars continue to slow. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is front compromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you something. Yeah? Back when I was banging, okay, I got the Sports Illustrated at the house uh-huh. when I was a kid. And when that swimsuit issue came yeah. every single year, that was that was the highlight of my life. See, uh, believe it or not, at our house... The, we did not subscribe to Sports Illustrated, not because my dad was averse to getting Sports Illustrated. He was averse to getting that issue. Okay. And so we did not well, I feel sorry for ever you. get Sports Illustrated. But trust me, the library got it. And I would occasionally, while mom might have been down the other aisle not looking, I would uh-huh. lift up the Sports Illustrated and grab all the magazines and then very quickly thumb through to find the, the swimsuit issue from like last year or whatever was in there and just... The briefest of glimpses I could get, Mike. It was pure joy. So I'm I'm with you on that. We got a lot of young people that listen to this program um, that have always had easy access to naked people. Mm, right. You know, the on- online just full of it. It's free. A lot yeah. of places. You know, we had to work hard to see naked people. Phrasing, but yes. You know what I mean. Right. I mean, I had to go down to the antique store. And buy Playboys from I the never 70s. Thought, I never thought to do that, but that is ingenious that you thought of going to an antique store to find vintage porn. Yes. And we would share it and pass it around, and it would, you know, we'd look at it in the retention pond. Everybody mm. would get a page. But That's I'm just something. saying, you had to work hard. My grandmother sometimes would read Italian magazines, and sometimes there'd be a nude picture in the Italian magazine. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're much more free with the nudity. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is this? An ad for Italian Sears? Oh, look at that. Pair of Hooters. You know, nice. I, I found that with uh, when I was a kid, there were some uh, dirt bike and automotive magazines that would have advertisements where, you know, it's like, hey, do you want a muffler for your Kawasaki or whatever? And then it'd be like a hot lady in a bikini holding 
the Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That's great. I oh, love she's that. She's holding the Kawasaki. Yeah. Anyway, what I was going to say about the swimsuit issue, that was a big deal sure. to me when that came. I have not thought about the swimsuit issue in a long time because, you know, we have access to naked people on a regular basis. That's right. And Instagram exists, and you can just follow a bunch of women where every day is the swimsuit issue. But I saw a little preview of what the swimsuit issue is going to look like this year with LSU gymnast Olivia Dunn Hmm. in the uh, magazine. Right. Let me tell you something, buddy. You think you think it's a game changer? I mean, for a whole generation of boys, impressionable boys, like whoever's doing this job in 25 years, right. you know how I, I talk about the Kathy Ireland swimsuit mm-hmm. issue and how I, was, I remember that picture. That was something. I remember it to this day. They're going to remember this. Like an 11-year-old who gets that in the mail, that's going to be his first glimpse maybe at something like that. Are they? I don't honestly know this. Are they doing print Sports Illustrated anymore? They don't print. I don't even know. I'm saying I don't. Can you? Do you get it as a subscription now, or is it all digital print? I don't know. There's an option for digital. I don't know, Mike. I don't know if you've heard print not doing so hot lately. No, I know that. I don't. I don't remember. I still get magazines at the house. No, I I do too. I'm just saying I don't remember Sports Illustrated. It's one that you can get in print. Maybe it is, and I'm totally wrong on that. I told you about how when we moved to our uh, the the a house, a couple houses ago. It's not this house. T-Bone buys his cars like he buys his houses. <laughs> Just one after the other. Hey, I bought a couple houses this weekend. How you doing? That's not it. This was 10, 15 years ago. All right, all right, all right. We moved into our house, and once a month, without fail, the previous owners had not canceled their subscription to a print magazine that I don't know if it is still in print now, Playboy. And so, of course, this comes in the mail. I didn't know it at first. My wife got the mail. She's like check this out and she shows me the magazine she's like this is a playboy and i said huh is that so i'd never seen one honey thank you for illuminating me on this otherwise foreign topic to me and then she rolled it up and hit me with it she's like shut up i know you've looked at him and i said you're right and then she said i've never looked at him oh so you looked and at I, it together and i said well i didn't i don't want to stand in your way i think it, the only thing you should do here is Send it back to the post office because otherwise you'd be committing mail fraud. So we didn't look at it, Mike. But then she went out and bought a separate one and looked at it because definitely wouldn't want to incriminate myself. Anyway, looked at the Playboy and found out that uh, she was shocked to find that there was actual nudity in this thing. She's like, I always she was shocked. She's like, I'd always heard, but I thought they said it was tasteful. And I'm like, this is tasteful nudity. She didn't know there were naked people in Playboy. She thought it was naked with my arm across my chest reaching for this glass of whatever and you don't see uh you don't see full on the top and i said no you see it it's tasteful meaning they're not engaging in other activities while being naked that's what tasteful yeah, that's what tasteful means. means and she was shocked by this and she said so did they and i said turn the page and she turns the page and she goes oh they do show the bottom half. And I said, you, yes, you two, they show the whole thing. Perfect for each other. <laughs> Why? Why do you say I'm that? just saying you weren't allowed to even look at no. Sports Illustrated no. swimsuit issue. You couldn't go trick or treating. No nope. mom would turn off Victoria's Secret commercials. We didn't listen to secular and, music. And your wife had no idea that naked people were in Playboy. You guys are perfect for she, each no, other. She knew they were naked. She thought everything was covered. But like you didn't have clothes on. 
And I'm like, no, honey, that they will take those pictures and put them on the cover. And then inside you get the goods. That's where they put all the stuff. So she had no idea. And so then we had this magazine come into the house for months because she was like, I don't really know how to cancel it. And I'm like, I, I don't know either. We well, kept, you, you didn't pay for it. No, so we didn't pay for it. it. So we just kept, we start, we sent a few back and then eventually we're like, we're just going to throw them out. I mean, that's what my wife did. If I got them, I eventually threw them out. The point is, uh, my dad, we gave him World Series tickets. We went to the World Series in 2015 when the Mets made it, play the Royals. Don't ask me how that went. I've blocked it out. But we went to the World Series. So the way that I broke the news to my dad was I said, something has come in the mail for you. And then I, he did not know this at the time that we were getting these Playboys. So I produced a Playboy. And he's like, oh, God, why do God, I don't want that. <laughs> and my mom's standing there. She's like, get that. We're not looking at that. Man. I said, well, you got to open it up. You got, and I made sure to be fair to them because, you know, they're, they're tasteful people. I said, look, this is tasteful nudity. What's the problem? No, I went to a page where it was just letters. And there were no pictures. And so I said, if you open it up to this page, it's not actually this Playboy. It's what's in it. And that's how I gave him the World Series tickets. The tickets were inside the Playboy. But I see, I would have taken it to the next step. I would have said, this is extremely tasteful. All right. And then I would have put a penthouse inside <laughs> the hustler. <laughs> so you could really see stuff. All right. Draft stuff. Big Ten knocking the over. We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the right side of the 670 westbound ramp to Neal Avenue. Keep an eye out for the crews that remain on scene trying to get things clear. You'll also find an accident blocking the center lane of the east outer belt at 270 southbound at US 33. Traffic is stop and go. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson distribution company wants you on their team. Ace is here truck driver positions that is hiring right now. Ace Hardware has excellent benefits, generous vacation, 401k match, and end of the year bonuses. Apply at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday, Tool of the Week Friday. You can tweet us at manandbone971. You can also text the burner phone, 614-787-3093. I got three pictures of dongs today, so thank oh, you for that. Three. Oh, that's a triple three. dong day right yeah, there. Yeah, triple dong. Yep. Uh, crew hosting Miami tomorrow, 7.30, here on The Fan. Oh, it's David Beckham's team. Uh, do your David Beckham impersonation. Oh, hello, um, my name's David Beckham. I'm trying to land me a Lionel Messi this summer in the transfer window, but I'm not coming to Columbus because I don't slam it in Columbus, mate. I go right there. Came there once and Robbie Rogers gave me a right rough day, so I haven't been back since, mate. Saw a picture of him and his wife who weighs four pounds. Yeah, on, posh, the, on the socials, spice. Victoria Beckham, and they were both wearing uh, head-to-toe denim. Oh, which I'm told that is a look that's back. Great. Yes, the uh, Canadian tuxedo. You know who it's else? Back. You know who else likes the all denim? 
Oh, hey, how you doing? It's Jay Leno. That's oh, right. Got my face burned off with gasoline. Say, just like Jay Leno, they both burn their faces <laughs> off. He's fine, though. We wouldn't joke. Nah, he's, he's fine. He's back. He's good. He's, he's healthy. And we would joke either way. Well, fair enough. Uh, Bengals had the 29th pick in the draft last night. Miles Murphy is their guy from Clemson. He is an edge rusher. Um, I'd like the pick. You know, well, I, they, they have a lot of defensive linemen that they like to rotate in. They are one of those teams that has a heavy rotation. So adding him to the mix, he's 6'5", 268. Had a decent number of sacks in the ACC over the last three years. Second most in his time there. That's that's promising. ACC is not a terrible football conference, right? I think it's probably with him going to be more about how you develop once you get there, right? Some guys have a decent college career and then explode in the NFL, and they're one of the best that we've ever seen. Other guys have huge careers in the college ranks, get to the NFL, and everyone figures them out, and they don't have any other moves. They don't They don't ever progress. So that's always, to me, with defensive linemen, what it comes down to. There was some offensive line help that was there in the draft, but... Clearly, they didn't want to reach there, and I don't have a problem with that. They are picking where they are for a reason, because they're pretty damn good. Yeah, and talent I, evaluation has been pretty solid right. so far for them the last and five if years. And if I were them, I, I wouldn't be reaching. I'd go for the best available pick, and they did that. Whether he turns out to be a good pick, who the hell knows? But on yeah. their board, they said, this guy could be a dynamic pass rusher. We're going to go with him. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad pick there. I, I'm not against that. I did have something I wanted to bring up to you. What did you think of the fact that no wide receivers taken? I thought I was waiting for Jackson Smith and Jigba to get taken earlier in this draft as I'm watching it. And we get to pick 16 and 17 and 18. Suddenly I'm going, I don't, I can't believe he's not going to get taken in the top 20. And then he was, he was taken 20th by the Seahawks, which I like that. I mean, Geno Smith, they think can do some nice things there. Now you give him another weapon to throw to. I think that's going to be helpful. I think he'll be great there. But there was like, then it was wide receiver time. And they we, drafted we, four guys right in a row. We see this sometimes. It's not just with that position, but you know, a couple of years ago, I think we saw it with corner, where yeah. it's one team takes corner, and then five of the next seven picks are corners because all the other teams panic. And it was almost like, hey, I can't believe a wide receiver. I'm gone. Can't believe it. Oh, one went. Oh, panic. Wide receiver, wide receiver. Yeah. It was as if all those teams said, well, we better get our guy. And I, I know that's somewhat based on where they're they're all doing the same type of evaluations, right? Is it everybody panicked and said, oh, we were going to take a corner, but now we got to get a wide receiver? Probably not that. It's probably more the fact that the teams that are in that position said, well, if a good wide receiver is available, we definitely want one. And we want to make sure we get our guy and they probably all had thought if we were we're drafted in the twenties, we think we have a chance of getting him. So once one guy goes off the board, then they probably all said, "All right, we like these two wide receivers or three wide receivers." I was surprised Jordan Addison was the last one to go there of that group, just because you know he has clearly had a dominating year two years ago with Piet. And then he transferred out to USC and had a, a good year, not not as good, but still. The point being, I was surprised he didn't get you know as high of a pick. And Jackson's been the jig, but didn't play at all last year. And ended up going top 20, basically. I find that all interesting, how that all played out. Uh, Lamar Jackson had himself a hell of a 24 hours, didn't he? So he gets a new contract, the yeah. richest contract in NFL history, with $185 million in guaranteed money. Somehow Mike Florio will tell you that's a failure. But, right. you know, he brought in Odell Beckham Jr. And I, trust me, I know that when they were talking, when he had the press availability, he said he's coming to Baltimore. There were no guarantees, but you had to think that he knew something. 
Yeah. Right? That they, they talked. They knew something that the deal was going to get done. So Odell Beckham comes in. How effective he's going to be, who the hell knows. But he's there. At least he's a weapon that you can utilize. You get the big contract. First round pick is uh, the Flowers dude from Boston College. Another wide receiver that can help you. Zay Flowers, yeah. And so Lamar Jack, you think that's all coincidence? No. I think they, they absolutely understood the assignment and said, we need to give our guys some talent to throw the ball to. Right. We need to make this guy as happy as we possibly can because we have no other plan at the quarterback position. Well, don't you think, too, that somewhat when you give a guy that much money, like any of these quarterbacks are going to get, right? The Bengals are going to do the same thing. Don't you think it makes sense that you're drafting a wide receiver because, in part, you've only got so much money you can spend on the offense? And since you're putting so much oh, of it of in your quarterback, that makes sense, right? I mean, unless quite, you're the Packers, well, yes, of and then you never draft a wide receiver <laughs> in the first round. Uh, like how they, everyone was like, ah, maybe that's a spot for JSN, and then they go and take a defensive end. They took that Lucas Van Ness from of course, Iowa. Of course, that's what they do. But the Chargers were there at well, twenty-one or twenty-two, depending 22, on how you look yeah. at it. But yeah, Quentin Johnson goes there as well. That's another team that has a young quarterback who's about to get paid right and right. they realize hey we should probably have a guy for two or three years it's not going to cost a lot of money all right the big 10 bang the over going into the draft the over under on big 10 players going in the first round was eight and a half and we got nine they tied the sec with nine ohio state had three iowa had two michigan one illinois one maryland one and northwestern one uh, the SEC had nine, Alabama had three, Georgia had three, Florida had one, Tennessee had one, and Mississippi State had one. And you and I were talking before the show, and I'm sure the SEC can you know, say, well, this, this guy didn't go either. But I was surprised, just like you, that Joey Porter Jr. didn't go yeah. in the first round. That would have been another notch in the Big Ten column. Yeah, and I'm sure they, they could point to, well, Will, Will, Levis. Will Levis would have sure. been a guy that would have bumped their number up. I think there's that safety from Alabama branch is one of the top guys in the second round. It's Michelle Branch, actually. She <laughs> sings a ditty on the guitar. My gal. And plays safety. <laughs> she she brings the lumber in more ways than one because she does bring a guitar which is made of wood and then also hits you really hard. And then Dion the Branch shows up. Sure. And then Branch Ricky shows up. Man. Trailblazer. I believe uh, from around here, right? Yes. Went Branch to, Ricky. Uh, is it Ohio Wesleyan? Was it Wesleyan or was it Oberlin that he... I think it was Wesleyan. Maybe you're right. I think up there, I think there's some, I, who knows? I think that's right. Someone can correct me if you're, if I'm wrong. Teddy, Branch Ricky. Ohio Wesleyan. Boom. There it is. Don't, don't say boom. Delaware. Boom. Don't do boom. it. Boom. Exclamation point. Boom. Don't do it. By the way, Hendon Hooker yeah. from the SEC would have been drafted if his ACL didn't blow out. Boom. That would have been another one. Another Please, one right there. No booms. Another SEC guy could have gone. He wasn't 25 years old. <laughs> 26. 26 years old. I think 20, he's 25, actually. 25 years old. His mother, God rest his soul, right? Isn't that how the song goes? Nice. Boom. I just want to fly. Stop with that. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your I, arms I, around me, baby. I have magma coming out of my BH. <laughs> Don't tempt me with this boom stuff. Because I'll go right here. Like I'll be like Rimmer. Because Rimmer just goes during the game. He's got the diaper. Yeah. You've alleged that, but no one's ever proven that. I think you need to do some investigative no, I've, journalism. I've proven it, and Jody's wow. told me. That's jo- why Jody's Jody at ice level. Jody, Jody didn't say that. Jody cannot work in the booth with him anymore That's because he poos himself. Sources? Hashtag sources? Hashtag or is this- boom. Hashtag boom. Boom. The cannon really makes him poo. Oh, well, it makes me poo. 
It makes everybody, every journalist who's ever come here from not Columbus has pooed when the cannon goes off at least one time. Johnny Hockey pooed when he used to play here, <laughs> right? He would. He got shaken up by it the first few times. Now he's gotten used to it. Uh, speaking of that, Lightning stay alive with a win last night. Vegas advances. Uh, four games on the schedule tonight, all elimination games. So I'll be keeping an eye on the draft. And then watching elimination games in Am hockey. Am I wrong? Tonight. The uh, the cracky. They can, can do it they tonight. Can make it. They can make Colorado go away. They can do it tonight, and that will be year two in the league, knocking out the defending champs, and perhaps winning a playoff series in year two. Which uh, you know, whatever, what man, didn't sweep them. So if they do it, it won't be a sweep. So I think we should all keep in mind that here. This organization, which has been around for more than two years, has actually swept one of the best teams in the NHL in a playoff series. And uh, that's the only thing we've ever done in the playoffs. Don't ask us about anything else. But we did do that. So Mm -hmm. that was a very impressive thing. Warriors and Lakers can advance tonight. Uh, Celtics eliminated the Hawks last night. Yeah, I saw that Jason Tatum was apologizing to Janet Jackson. Because Janet Jackson was supposed to have a concert in Miami. Oh, and they had to push last it. night, and they had to yes, they had to reschedule because he and then he, these were his words. We were supposed to get this taken care of up in Boston, but we had a little bit of a screw up, so we got it rectified. We got it fixed here. Sorry though, we had to postpone your concert. That you know, I appreciate that these guys are aware of you know when you screw up and you don't win a game like you're supposed to. There are consequences. Mm-hmm. You might be feeling some of those consequences next week when you go to New York. Hopefully not. You are trying to go see Billy Joel. Billy and- Joel at the Garden on uh, the 5th. 5th? 5th? Oh, Cinco de Mayo concert with Billy Joel. That's, yeah. how, that's how most people celebrate. Cinco de Mayo, speaking time of, for Billy Joel. Speaking of Cinco de Mayo, don't go to a Mexican restaurant on Cinco de Mayo. That's amateur hour. Well, I mean, unless maybe you're Mexican and you want to celebrate. That's go, different. Go, go, I, do what you would trust do, me. do what you want to do. I always want to go to a Mexican restaurant. Go the day before or go the day after. Sure. Enjoy. Yeah, the idea being you don't want to go when everyone's there. No, it's like there. my parents. Every time I talk to my parents, they are retired. They have nothing to do. And I'll call them on a Saturday. They'll, or they'll call me 2 o'clock on a Saturday. We went to Costco today. Oh, it was so crowded. There'll be those people saying, we tried to go to El Vaquero at 7 o'clock at night on Cinco de Mayo. Why is it so crowded? Right, yeah. Your point being, if you want to enjoy that food, it's probably that day it will be slammed. Yeah, and, and don't complain when it's crowded. Right, or if you, maybe you're Idiots. in for the crowd. Maybe you're like, I love the crowds. Then go. That's the perfect time to go. It will be crowded. Uh, Georgia coaches went apo taco in the draft. Details next. How about that? Mm, how about Apo it? Taco. There you go. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Somewhere Rimmer is pooing himself. <laughs> Stop. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find on the east outer belt of 270 southbound at US 33 an accident blocking the right side. This is a semi that has moved from the center lane to the right side, but police remain on scene trying to get things clear. Plan on heavy stop and go delays and about a 15 minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With affordable statement of coverage, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Term supplies. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone, did you know that sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio? I did know that. And did you know the official gambling partner of this show is the Barstool Sportsbook? Uh, I am aware of that as well, yes. And did you know that Dave Portnoy lives under my porch? I did not know that. Yes. Do you have a pizza place under your porch? No, I feed him dead squirrels. Seems like he would be more into the pizza stuff than the dead squirrel stuff. But, you know, I don't know him that well. You apparently do. But uh, if you want to be just like us and just like squirrel-eating Dave Portnoy... Sure. Download the Barstool Sportsbook on your phone. You can also do the in-person thing at Hollywood Casino Columbus. It's there. It's brand new. And sometimes Dave shows up and eats squirrels there as well. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Day was on the draft coverage last night, and he was looking uh, very nice with his beard. I'm so glad that's become a permanent thing. Because remember, for a long time, that was just an off-season quirk. Oh, and yeah. when the season started, he, he shaved it, and then he said, I'm not going to grow a beard during the season, and then we begged him to, and he did. Yes. Now, you still haven't beaten Michigan with the beard. Let's work on that, but uh, I'm glad the beard is here permanently. Hey, I believe in the beard. I believe the beard is the way to go. I think that's how you will find ultimate success. Worrying about shaving it off all the time, that's distracting. Why do you need an extra distraction during the season like that? Well, you he does don't. have to shave the neck. He he keeps nope. it nice and I'd say go let's go full on Andrew Luck neck oh, okay. beard and All if right. and if by, you know, week 13 where it's like Big 10 championship time cuz he's beaten Michigan if he comes out to a press conference looking like one of the Robertson people from Duck Dynasty, he is a hairy mang. Well, that's fine. I assume if he lets it go, like yeah, let it go. That's good. Sasquatch over there? I want to see him out there. You know what? If you if Ryan Day is in the heart of Big Ten season and we look over on the sidelines and he has around his neck not a coach's whistle but a duck call and he has a giant salt and pepper beard that is bushy and he's wearing a camo hat with a fish hook strapped onto the top of it, I will know that it's working and things are going well for him. I would think that's him living his best life. So Ryan Day was on the coverage and uh, you know he's talking up his guys, all the guys in the draft. Harris Johnson, C.J. Stroud, and topic of conversation about C.J.'s test scores and where he's going to go. Of course, this was before he was selected number two, where people worried about nothing. He was right there. But Ryan Day wants to prop up his guys and their reputation as much as he possibly can because that's propping up his reputation. Right? Sure, yeah. As a guy who takes talent, develops talent, and gets you to the league and makes you millions of dollars. So he's selling himself. He's selling Ohio State. That's the smart thing to do. Apparently, according to reports, the Georgia coaching staff went apo taco on Jalen Carter, who fall to number nine because he had some 
issues with the racing. And that was, yes, where uh, people died in a car accident yes. and he was in the other car. And at first it sounded like, no, I was way back. I didn't even see the accident. And then it became, well, I was a few cars back, but I wasn't close enough to really know what was happening. And then it became, I was right next to him and it almost sounded like they were racing. And whether, then, whether he contributed to the crash or not, yeah. he, he changed his story a bunch of times, did not come off as trustworthy. And I guess the Georgia coaches were telling anybody who would call them and ask, you know, what type of guy is this? And at least according to reports, the response was, not our kind of guy. Yeah. That was surprising for me to hear because normally the coaching staff is going to stick up for you regardless of what's going on. Right. Well, what I found, because I was thinking the same thing, but I guess there's got to be a balance. If you're talking about a head coach at George, Kirby Smart's not, I guarantee you, not the source of any of that dirt. Don't you think? Yeah, probably right. Kirby Smart is the multi-million dollar national championship winning head coach. He's the guy now who is entrenched. The only place for him left to go would be to an NFL team, but they're going to hire him based on what they think he can do as a football coach, not whether or not he gives them accurate scouting info. The other guys, everybody down the list from head coach, they are probably not at their career stop final destination where they want to be for the rest of their lives. Not that they don't like Georgia, but there are probably guys on his staff that hope to one day be head coaches. There are probably guys there that would like to go to the NFL, maybe as an assistant and eventually a head coach. And those guys probably do need someone to say, yeah, when it came to evaluating talent, he was really good. He knew. And in fact, he was good to me. He didn't steer me wrong when I asked him about these guys, right? They're not at their position where they can just stay there the rest of their lives they know they want to probably move on. At some point down the road, they want to be able to elevate. So they're probably dealing with, I don't want, to, I don't want my recruits to think I hate them or anything, but I also want to make sure the guys who could give me the job that I ultimately want like me. And I think that's a bit of an issue. That's a little bit of a, a conflict of interest, I guess, to some degree. Uh, we're going to talk later on about the expanded college football playoffs and what that looks like and, you know, home site playoff games as they expand to 12 teams. I saw that Penn State today has approved renovations to Beaver Stadium. They're going to keep the capacity above 100000 which I guess was a sticking point. They want to do that. They have said that the price tag for the renovation is not to exceed $700 million. Oh, is okay. That is that all? Not to exceed $700 million. Among the priorities for the renovation are new restrooms, upgraded concessions, premium seating on the west side, improved spectator circulation throughout the building, a new press box, uh, field lighting will also be improved to meet NCAA standards. Well, that's good, right? Yeah, well, can we get so. the bare minimum of what the NCAA wants from a lighting standpoint? Yes, I think we can do that for $700 million. And, Gene Smith, listen up, winterizing the stadium mm. because they have their eye on hosting a playoff game, and that's what you have to do. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that Ohio State has to spend $700 million on renovations to winterize the stadium, but see how this is a priority? Penn State's not going to be playing playoff games in the Hoosier Dome. <laughs> they know if they host a playoff game, they have to get their stadium ready. We should be doing the same thing. Well, I I wonder, though, if Philadelphia had a dome, maybe then they would say, ah, you know, who needs it, right? We'll just go to the dome. We'll just play there. Not likely. No, they're not going to do that. My point is, yeah, I don't, I, 
I can't believe Gene Smith would actually. I mean, maybe we've misread this this whole time, but clearly Penn State found the donors and boosters to say, yeah, we will we will pay the money to make this happen. They found the revenue. They you know scratched it out of all the millions they earn. Maybe Gene Smith in part was doing this because he thought this is what it takes to get the boosters to go. What? No, hang on. Gene, what do you need, right? Like, maybe that was the initial ploy a while ago, if there was one, unless he just really likes playing in domes. I mean, maybe that was the reason this whole time was to get some boosters right, to start he's an moving. evil genius. No, I'm just, I'm saying that's the only logical explanation for why initially the idea wasn't, we need to renovate this and get this fixed. I also don't understand in the renovations that have been done since that place opened, at least two of them have happened since the year 2000, if I'm not mistaken. Why didn't anybody winterize it then? I don't know. Because you because God because in November it doesn't get wintry around here. Has anybody lived here who works there? Of course it does. I don't understand. Uh, your guy could be ready to write a billion dollar check. Who's my guy? Well, I'll tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy stop-and-go delays on the east outer belt at 270 southbound at US 33. An accident blocking the right side. Traffic is stop-and-go for another 20 minutes. Please be careful over here. Keep an eye out for the police that remain on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples has everything you need to travel, from passport photos to luggage. And now get 20% off your in-store purchase when you buy any travel service like passport photos in just 10 minutes. In-store only. Offer ends 429. Exclusions apply. Get all set to jet at Staples. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. You can tweet us at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Mike, I don't know if you, uh, I don't think everybody caught this. If you're watching the draft, the Make-A-Wish kid Kyle Stickles was brought out to, uh, you know, get to read his team's pick. He's a huge Jets fan, cancer survivor. Looked like, I don't know, maybe 12, 13 years old, something like that. Yeah. And he had a really cool moment where he walks out on the stage and they, they'd already shown the video of all the stuff he'd been through. And then, you know, Roger Goodell parts ways and lets him come up to the podium. And he has the card that says, you know, I want to thank the make a wish foundation, the NFL and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then he gets to the part where you can tell he is hyped. And this kid Looked like, yeah, again, they should. He was just a lifelong Jets fan. He says, you know, with the whatever pick they had, 13th pick, 11th pick, whatever it was, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And he had this big moment. The crowd's going crazy. He reads the pick, and then he's like, yeah, yeah. Got some flavor, some personality. And I was just caught up in the moment. I'm like, how cool is that for that kid? I'm thinking of like, man, when I was a little kid, if my favorite NFL team had called me up to, you know, read a pick, I would have been like, I'm sorry, who is this? You don't exist. You moved to Baltimore. But eventually, it would have been cool for me to have that team, have that moment, go up and do they that. They also would have said, why is this 13-year-old balding? 
Right. Why did they get this 13-year-old with a widow's peak? Right, I'm not in the Make-A-Wish Foundation because I didn't have any life-threatening diseases, but my wish would have not been to be on the stage. I was going to say, your, have your wish would be like, I don't want to be Benjamin Button. Right. Uh, but in either case, I was snapped back to reality after I was you know, quickly thinking of that as my now 12-year-old daughter is sitting next to me and she goes, Dad, who was that uh, person on there that was reading the card? And I said, oh, that's a Make-A-Wish kid. And I explained the situation. He goes, oh, he's cute. And I said, whoa, hey, whoa, I was, hang on, I'm trying to watch the, that's all right. I'm that's, trying to watch the, no, it's that's fine. wholesome. She I didn't know. say I want to jump to the TV and do them. <laughs> what I'm saying is I had, I've, this is the first time I've watched a draft where I realized, oh yeah, eventually I'm going to watch these things in a house full of women who are possibly going to be looking at the football players walking across the stage and going, now that is a hunk of mang right yeah. there. Like I'd. I hadn't thought of that when I watched the draft. It it was not, you know, again, I don't watch this. I don't even think it's on TV anymore. But when they had the uh, Victoria's Secret fashion show, right? Mm-hmm. You know, someone who's not attracted to women might watch that just to see, well, what are, what's going on here? What's what, what kind of scientific bra structures are being built? I don't know. Whatever. They might have a different interest. I had one reason for watching that. And I'm saying I didn't think about the fact that my daughter. Everybody had one reason for watching Well, that. you know, of course. But I'm just saying, I never thought that my daughters may be watching the NFL draft someday with me, not to watch for the football, but because there's a lot of man candy on the stage. I didn't even think of that. Buddy, Ryan Day right now has got a file, whether he's visited him or whatever, but he's got a file on some 13-year-old who's 6'4 and 280 pounds. Sure. All right, hoping that he'll fill out even more mm-hmm. so he can come to Ohio State and play offensive line. Sure. That, your daughter's probably two years away from that guy knocking on the door. Sure, Mr. That's fine. Smith. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're worried about the little Make a Wish kid no, on I'm TV. Not worried about? I'm not worried about, about the huge mang that is I'm coming to defile her in a couple years. I'm not worried about it. You're worried about it. Apparently, I'm saying it snapped me out of the moment because I had I didn't think about it because I I have never watched the draft for those reasons. But I realize I'm in a house full of people who very well someday that may be the only reason the draft is on in my house is to see that stuff that's what type what of dad saying. do you think you're going to be when it's dating time do you think you're going to be like hey i'm the understanding dad i'm the you know you can talk to me and all that stuff are you going to be the dad polishing the shotgun oh no on the I'm couch not the, I'm just not for the, intimidation i'm not purposes. the polishing the shotgun type i think that's all stupid i actually dated a person when i was in high school that that was the situation i went to her house and dad was making all those jokes and references and had a shotgun and i'm like okay i got it actually had the shotgun yeah didn't work for whatever it's worth but oh did you defile i didn't no i'm saying she was was defiling me talking about breaking breaking news (laughs) i'm just saying back when i was banging i'm just saying i think that stuff's overrated if you do that that's i let you live that's not the way i do it all right uh, one of your favorite guys is getting ready to write a billion-dollar check. Well, him and his rich buddies. Ryan Reynolds. You love oh, yeah. him. You know him. Mm-hmm. He owns an English soccer team or a, a Welsh well, soccer team. Yeah, in the in the British system of soccer. Yes. Uh, reports are he is preparing a billion-dollar bid to purchase the Ottawa Senators. I got to be honest. I, I know that he's not writing all the check there, but I did yeah, not realize not Ryan Reynolds check. had that level of scratch to get a bill. I mean, he already has so I don't know why I'm burping what, 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 all of a sudden. I got like the hiccups. Ooh. Sorry. Uh, I didn't. Ryan Reynolds already has a soccer team. Yeah. Wrexham. That he has partnered with Rob McElhaney and they purchased. And then I don't know if there's anybody else involved in that. I'm sure there might be. But that team is trying to go up and up and up the soccer leagues. 
that will get more expensive, right? I mean, they yes, they have a TV show around this team, and people have... I'm sure they're printing money right now, but when you get up to, like, the third division, second division, if you get there, eventually Premier League, that's a different level of money you got to have. So Well, it's also a different level of money that's coming into you. I know. From revenue right. sharing. That's right. But the people who own soccer teams in the Premier League... Go look them up. They're either part of the Saudi royal family or they were Russian billionaires or, well, or right. they're tech billionaires from America. Like that's that's a lot of who owns these teams. What I'm saying is now he's also going to be in part of a hockey ownership group, which I know he's from Canada and this this could be a very big deal if he's able to sign that. Do the senators get the same bump that Wrexham got from all the are they going to have a Netflix series and they suddenly become the darlings of hockey? Perhaps. I mean, he does have a lot of pool. People love to root for Ryan Reynolds. I love to root for Ryan Reynolds, my guy. Now, people are wondering why the Senators would go for a billion dollars in a Canadian market. That's not exactly huge when a team like Nashville went for $800 million. Uh, also involved in this sale, which is why it's going to be a billion dollars, is the arena in which they play. Sure. So yeah. whoever get- buys that team will also buy the arena. Also, I think it's interesting that we're talking about the capital of the nation of Canada. Am I wrong? Ottawa? No, it is. But right. I, mean, I know it's not the biggest city in the world, but it is a fairly large metropolitan area that does have well, a hockey team in yes. a country that loves hockey. And it's in the NHL. It's also not like they play in the KHL or something that's never on TV. If they're The only reason they're not on TV more is because they suck. That's why. If they're good, they'll be on TV. Trust me. What do you think the uh, metro area population is of Ottawa? I'll say uh, 1.7 million. 1.4 okay. is what it is. Uh, for what it's worth, what are we, like 2-1? Two, 2-2? One? Two, two? Probably. I know, it's, I know it's smaller. I'm just saying it's also in Canada where you do have a pretty vociferous fan group now a lot of a lot of those people are fans probably of bigger teams you know with more history like the canadiens or i'm you know maybe the leafs i don't think there's as many of those people in quebec but the point being there's lots of bigger clubs that you would root for in canada or at least two of them that might take the fans away from ottawa but still it's an nhl team a billion dollars for an nhl team sounds about right Uh, speaking of money billion dollars for an nhl team kevin durant signs a lifetime deal with nike the only two other athletes to have such a deal lebron and michael jordan so kevin durant has a lifetime contract with the swoosh he's in their category in merchandising only (laughs) not in terms of actual play in my book i will i'm not well i'm just saying kevin durant's really really good He's one of the superstars of his generation. LeBron and Michael Jordan are on another level. I put Kobe up on another level from him. Now I'll be Stephen A. Smith for the next four hours, and I'll argue with everyone online who disagrees. Mm -hmm. Or I won't. Ottawa's the fourth biggest metro area in Canada. Can you name the other three? I'm going to go with Toronto. Well, Toronto's number one. I'm going to go with Montreal. Montreal's number two. going to go with Vancouver. Vancouver's number three, and then it's Ottawa. Ottawa. All right. Wow, I knew my Canadian geography better than I thought I did. Pretty good. I would have been shocked if you had said Regina, number no, three. No, not Regina. I didn't think Regina, them too. I didn't think we're very large. I thought it was a more of like a backwater Regina, mm-hmm. smaller kind of area, right? Backwater Regina. Yeah. <laughs> or Moose Jaw. Not big. These are tiny towns, Mike. Uh, Nebraska, speaking of tiny, is setting records. We'll tell you which one's coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on the east outer belt of 270 southbound at US 33. Still working to get this one clear. Police on scene in this area. Traffic is bumper to bumper. You'll also find delays on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Lowe's. At Lowe's, pros can save on the brands you trust. Right now, save up to $50 on select tough-built products. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Must ask cashier to apply discount at time of purchase. Online discount is automatically applied in cart. Discount taken at time of purchase. Valid through 5-5. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the week. Coming up at 534, you can tweet us at manandbone971. You can text us on the burner phone, 614-787-3093. Are, uh, are you okay? You sound out of breath. What happened? Are you... Well... You can be all right. I was playing basketball with Timmy out there. I want to clarify for the audience what basketball is. It's Papa Shot. It's Papa Shot, but we're saying there's not a gym that you're running into no, and but doing wind sprints. You're rebounding, and sometimes you have to chase down a ball. Oh, that's, yeah, chase that's, it down. It's yeah. escaped the yeah. Papa Shot machine. Sure, a chase down rebound. And of so course. I was chasing down a rebound, and I just fell because oh. I'm that age. Oh, no. I stumbled. I fell. It was awkward. I landed with my knee on the concrete. Ah, that's bad. Timmy's just laughing hysterically at me while I'm in pain. I want to point out, we have soundproof walls in this studio. We have a door that weighs a ton, like a metric ton. It's huge. And then I still, through all that soundproofing and that too, heard Timmy Hall cackling hysterically. So I thought he must have hit like five shots in a row or... You were missing everything. I don't know what. I I just no. He's laughing at my misfortune. He's laughing. I heard him laughing so hard because you had fallen over. And I think actually, I'm I'm glad that that's what that was. You're sorry that you missed it. I am sorry. I would have been laughing too. Uh, I I don't know how you feel about this story, Mike. But I'm going to bring it up real quick. There I was, love it. In England, I don't know what it is. In England, there was a loan scandal involving hey. Boris Johnson. Yeah, Boris former, had, had some scandal. Yes, he did. So. There's been investigations about some of these scandals, and one of those has led to the BBC, the British Broadcasting Company, Mike. Don't get it twisted. I didn't say anyway, that. Anyway, uh, the man who's in charge at the BBC, his name is Dick Sharp. So Dick is the head man at the BBC. Right. So a BBC scandal Sharp, involving comma Dick Johnson and Dick Sharp has resulted in one of them. What about Dick Shap? No, not the Dick dead. Shap. He's Jeremy alive. Jeremy Shap. I'm Jeremy Shap. Is he still doing things? I know the... Yes, uh, I am. Outside the lines kind of went away, right? They don't do that anymore. No, but they still bring him back. Is that what that was? He was on Outside the Lines. Anyway, uh, Dick Sharp helped facilitate a million-dollar loan guarantee for Boris Johnson via Johnson's distant cousin, Sam Bly. I got to tell you, man, when Johnson and Dick get together... Mm-hmm. Some shady stuff's going on. That's right. 
So in either case, this is all now being brought to the fore. And so Dick has resigned from the BBC. Dick Sharp is out at the BBC because of this. He said it wouldn't be proper for him to go on. The next person who will run the BBC's name is Jeffrey Kumquat or some stupid name like that. Because that's always how it is in Britain where it's like, very important position here. Dr. Lord Buttersley, who said that he was opposed to homeless people being dragged in the street. And it's like, what? Wait a second. That sounds like a very horrible problem. Who said this? Lord Buttersley, sir. Yes, he was speaking with Dick Kumquat and they talked about it over tea, don't you understand? Such a weird country. Mm-hmm. Glad we have nothing to do with them and we're not related in any way. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, Nebraska has sold out Memorial Stadium in 48 hours for an event taking place on August 30th. Taylor Swift? No. Oh. Volleyball Day in Nebraska. Oh, there you go. Hell yeah, uh, volleyball. Let's yeah, I'm it. just saying. That's this great. is uh It'll be a double header starting with Division II exhibition between Wayne State and Nebraska Kearney. At 4.30. The fountains of Wayne State are really notable. If you've never been to their campus, it's gorgeous. Huh? Oh, fountains of Wayne? I <laughs> what a I stupid joke. Yeah, you're dumb. What a stupid joke. Uh, followed by a regular season match between Nebraska and Omaha. How many tickets did they sell for this? This uh, is in the football stadium. sold out? Not no. The, the whole you, stadium didn't sell out, right? I mean, what do you think they, they allocated for this? I mean, you're sound, it's going to sound like a lot. I'm going to say 40,000. 40,000. Uh, 82,900. 82, that's, that's the capacity of Memorial Stadium. They sold it out for this volleyball thing. Wow. That's incredible. How about that? That's amazing, man. You know what? I would say at Nebraska, at least, volleyball having a moment. Now, I don't understand. Is this? Do we know if this is men's volleyball, women's volleyball, both? Is it like a? I don't. I don't know. It's women's volleyball, and they have a. Uh, it's like a double header. The that's second I, game is Nebraska, but yeah. you know, but it's women's basketball or women's volleyball or volleyball. Yeah. Sorry, volleyball. Well, yeah. I just say I'm screwing up now. I didn't know if it was the men's team or the women's team, but either way, no. that's cool. Great to know the volleyball's getting some traction there. Maybe they're going to get one of those pro teams, like that new volleyball league that's coming here. Right, maybe Nebraska. I mean, if they're not putting one in Lincoln, they ought to think about it. Right, the record attendance for a woman's sporting event in the United States is ninety thousand one hundred and eighty-five, which was set during the ninety-nine Women's World Cup final between the U.S. and China at the sure. Rose Bowl. That makes sense, but this is you know eight thousand off of that. Yeah, and for it's a not, volleyball it's not game a, in it's Nebraska, not a world soccer event either. It's it's a. Lo- I mean, in some ways, it's a local volleyball event. I mean, I know it's a u- huge university with, a, I'm guessing, very good volleyball program. But Nebraska has established itself as a volleyball powerhouse, see, which has led to the fans showing up year after year to support their team. Since taking over in 2000, Coach John Cook has led the program to 22 NCAA regional appearances, including seven title games. Nebraska's won five national titles, with the last four happening under Cook. All right. Well, good for Nebraska. Good job, Not that Jim. I'm a fan of Nebraska, but well, I mean, I don't, I don't hold I a like, grudge against their volleyball no, team. I like seeing that there's a lot of people that are wanting to go out and support a cool thing like that. I don't. Did they say how much tickets cost for this, or was it? You know, I'm guessing, I'm guessing they weren't like the cost of a football ticket, but it does not say. The fact of the matter is, it sounds like eighty thousand people want to come out. What did you say it was? 82,900. 82,000 people are planning to show up for a volleyball game three months from now. That's that's cool. That's a good job. All right. Here's what I'd like to do for the last minute of this segment. Great. Uh, 
Canadian metro populations. All right. You already got the top four. Mm. Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, and Ottawa. Can yeah. you keep going? Um, five. So five would be, what the, oh, what is it? Uh, is it Hamilton, Ontario? Is that one? No. Okay. You're forgetting a couple. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Let's go with uh, Calgary. Calgary is correct. Okay. They're All number right. five on the list. And then I'll say uh, uh, Edmonton, six. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Winnipeg. Mm-mm. Oh. Winnipeg is eight. Oh. Think of a, a city that used to have a hockey team. Oh, uh, Quebec? Yes. City? Quebec City. Yeah. Is seven. Winnipeg is eight. Hamilton, Hamilton is, nine. is nine. And you're not going to get the rest. Says who? Says me. Number 10, Banff National Park. No? All right. How about we just skip to what do you th- what do you think Regina is? Regina what, what has... What number? I'm going to say... 37,000 people. Well, but ranking in terms of population. Oh, oh I'm going to say it's 51st. It's 18th. Oh, it's that big? 18th. How big of a metro are we talking there? 250,000. Oh, my gosh. It's a huge metro. I thought it was a tiny 000. little, like, Delaware-sized town. You're telling me Regina's got a quarter of a million people living there? Yeah, in the metro area. Let's go. Let's take show on the road. I'm trying to think. What about Wood Buffalo? What about it? Wood Buffalo what, is, would, a, is would, a metro area in Alberta. Would they what? Wood W O O D. This isn't helping. Oh, wood. Bu- got it. A buffalo made of wood. Yes, I'd do it. <laughs> is that not the question? I didn't know what the question was. The fifty first was. Oh, they got seventy three thousand oh. people in Wood Buffalo. Wow, the fifty first biggest city. What in- about Moose Jaw? Bigger or smaller than Wood Buffalo? Yeah. I'm going to say Moose Jaw is bigger by 5,000 than smaller than... Moose Jaw is 75th with a population of 34,872. Moose Jaw smaller than Buffalo Wood. Yeah, Moose Moose Jaw... What is it called? Wood Buffalo. Oh, Wood Buffalo. I'm sorry. Yeah. Water Buffalo. We do this all day. Do we have Water Buffalo? No, they don't, I don't have those see in Water Canada. Buffalo. It would be Ice Buffalo in Canada. They don't have Water Buffalo. How about Squamish? Squamish, British Columbia. Um, I'm gonna say. What, what do you want? How about it? It sounds lovely. What do you want to know about the, it? What do you think the population is oh, of Squamish. Uh, fifty-two thousand. No, just twenty-four thousand. Oh, wow, Squamish, tiny. It's where Leanna's moving. Delaware. Now, Delaware's bigger than that, I think. Uh, Vince Vaughn has moved to the Netherlands. Details next. This is a dumb tease. Just fair warning, dumb. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on the north outer belt of 270 westbound after I-71. Disabled vehicle blocks the right side. Please be careful over here as cars try to work around this. You'll also find stop-and-go delays on the north side of I-71 southbound between East Broad Street and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Association of County Behavioral Health Authorities. Sometimes life can be overwhelming. Crisis text line can help. If you're struggling and feel like you can't talk to anyone about it, text for hope to 741741. Free confidential support. Crisis text line. Text for hope to 741741 now. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Filthy mouths, bad attitudes, and ugly haircuts. It's called cabbage. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey. Hey. Check out the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I know you're listening live right now. Maybe you are. I don't know. I hope you are. Maybe or, you're on, I hope you're well, podcasting. I'm just saying, maybe you're podcasting, you're on tape delay, but if you don't subscribe to the podcast, well, you're missing out because Teddy's about to drop some exclusive stuff in there mm. this weekend. Our podcast is sponsored by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. And if you enjoy the show and your, your platform allows, leave us a nice review. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mike, I just want to take a moment to tell you that Twitter is stupid and I don't, I understand it less and less every day. I thought I understood how this site worked, but I guess I don't. Okay. Um, so on Twitter right now, I have, again, this is on my page. Maybe it's not the same on your page, but in the trends, I see Burgess Meredith is trending. Now, for those of you who don't know Burgess Meredith, you might remember Rocky's trainer, Mick. That's the actor who played him. He also Women weakened legs. <laughs> I'm going to make you a crap. What is it? Eat lightning and crap thunder. I once dated a chick named Thunderlips also. <laughs> sure you did. That's good. Um, anyway, so he's trending on Twitter, right? So, of course, I click on the trending on Twitter thing to see why Burgess Meredith well, he is can't trending. die again. He's well, already dead. Do you know when he died? How long yeah, ago? Probably like 20 years ago. 1997. All right. So 25 plus years yeah, ago. 25 years ago. Yeah. 26 so, years ago. Almost. So here's the thing. I thought, well, maybe this is the day he died, or maybe this is the day he was born. So I go look it up. Nope. Born November 16th, 1907, because he was old way back when. Died September 9th, 1997. Uh, by the way, pride of Cleveland, Ohio. Born in Cleveland, Ohio. Let him live. So then I'm scrolling through Twitter going, all right, well, surely there's a post here that says, Burgess Meredith, some fact about him that went viral, and then this has gotten retweets, and that's why it's, you know... Why he's trend? Why he's trending? Nope. All I see on Twitter are Burgess. Bur- I can't even say his name. Burgess Meredith is trending for some reason. Here's my favorite clip of him in this thing. Here's him in this movie. Remember him when he did this? So, but why is he originally trending? I don't know, dude. I've scrolled for five minutes during the commercial break looking for anything about why Burgess Meredith is trending, and all I have is. Burgess Meredith was awesome. Do you remember? I remember. And all these tweets have like two, three retweets. Nothing. Everybody's saying he's trending for some reason. Let me tell you what I think about him. So he at one point, now he's probably trending because of all these people retweeting this stuff. But at some point, he was trending and no one seems to know why. I don't see any posts that are like, ah, here we go. Here's the thing that's gone viral for, you know, 500,000 retweets that made him go and start trending. I don't understand. Burgess Meredith also very good in grumpy old men. He is Jack Lemmon's father. Oh, right. Very yeah. good in that movie. He was in the original Batman TV show as he, Penguin. He was the Penguin, yeah. Yeah. He was in, uh, there's an episode of the Twilight Zone called The Obsolete Man that people have referenced that apparently he was very good in. I have not seen it. There's an episode of him. Was Lee Majors the $6 million man? Is that the I show? I believe you're correct. So there's, an, there's a clip, clip of, and I don't know the context of it, but somehow in the $6 million man show, Lee Majors was driving a Can-Am race car through a farm field and Burgess Meredith is in a fighter jet shooting at him in the show for some reason. It's one of the oddest clips I've ever, I have no idea why the clip is given without any context, but it's a very cool looking 
you know, live effect shot. It's very nice, but I don't know why. I'd ask to have to go back and watch the show and figure out what was going on. NFL Draft continues tonight. Our coverage starts at 6 right after this dumb show. I saw my favorite quote, you know, because they, they draft the players and the players talk to the local media, right? Yeah. And so Zay Flowers, who was drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, was asked, hey, are you excited to be playing in the AFC North? And his response was, honestly, I don't even know who's in the AFC North. <laughs> All right. So, it's some honesty. <laughs> let, let him live. I mean, him. he could have BS something and say, oh, yeah, a lot of great teams and a lot of history, and I'm excited just to make my mark. Instead, he just said, I have no idea who plays in this division. Well, you know why, though, that's not a good idea? Because then if you're like, oh, yeah, I... Michael Bolton's the whole catalog. I kind of like them all. And they're like, oh, yeah. What team are you most afraid of in the AFC North? And he's like, ooh. Ah, they're, you know what? They're all, they're all kind of, they're all kind of scary, tough, man. I'll tell you. There's the, uh, you know. You know what I mean? You know. It's tough. You got to watch out for that Because you got to deal with some weather. We go, well, he, what do you, how, AFC North, I guess you could deduce it's in the North? Yes. Well, it's, it's in the name. Sure enough, that's right. Maybe you'll deduce weather. weather. I, I'll tell you though, man, this is my working theory that I feel gets validated more and more every day. I feel like there are plenty of players who, we got all this time, like, would you want to play for your favorite team? I bet you there are, like, half the guys at least, if not more, that got drafted last night, their favorite team is called me. Ricky Bobby with the Panther on the front of the hood. Like, that's your team when you're a star athlete yeah, and all you've been right. doing since you're 10 years old is being told how you're going to be the greatest player in your area. I was talking, I told you my daughter and I were watching the draft. She's sitting down there a little bit and she was watching, I forget which player it was. They showed a clip of the guy jumping over cars, not moving cars. That would be dangerous and stupid, but like cars in a parking lot. He just can walk up to them and hop over them. NFL guy just got drafted in the top 20 and she's watching that and she goes, that guy is a ridiculous athlete. How many people on planet earth do you think can do that? I'm like probably less than a few hundred people and most of them are probably pro athletes that yeah, can do something like that. That's why he's getting drafted and in the first like, round. I can't even fathom how someone could do that. And I said, honey, think about this. And we started talking about when she played soccer last year, there was a kid on her team who was like the most dominant player on the team. Mm-hmm. This kid ran through everyone, scored like two or three goals a game. I said, remember that kid? Picture him on a team full of players like him. They're all that good. And then picture someone on that team dominating a league of those guys. That is what it takes to be like a really good high school soccer player. Just, you know what I mean? You have to be, from the moment you've been playing, you're better than everyone you play against. That's a really good high school player. Right. When they get to college, it's all those guys who are the best in their little local leagues everywhere. They're now at college and half of them won't even make it two years. You know, or they're or they're they're never going to start. They're never going to play. They're never going to have big minutes. And then these guys got to that level, dominated, played really well, and now they're going to go to a league full of just that type of player. That's who these guys are. And you could just see in her head, she's like, "Oh, I, I get this is ridiculous." What kind of car was it? Like a Prius, like a small thing. One Mini, of them, Mini Cooper. One of them was a sedan, and one of them was a, I'm not joking, an SUV. Wow. Like now he didn't hop over it like. Like a like he was dunking over it. He jumped over a like high jump where you he well, like I get it. Still, his, it's his, impressive. He kind of like even more impressive over. because Kellen Winslow was pleasuring himself in the front seat, and he wasn't distracted at all. It was a Boston market. You're right. I had a dumb tease. 
What was the I, I referenced Vince Vaughn in a movie that nobody saw. So Vince Vaughn was in a movie called Delivery Man, where he was a sperm donor and realized that he had hundreds of kids. Oh, that's right. I forgot. What was that called? Delivery Man. Oh, you said that I just said. Delivery Man. (laughs) The movie was called Delivery Man. What was it called? Delivery Man. Got it. This is a movie? Yeah. Who was in it? Vince Vaughn. Got it. Tall. Thank you. Tall guy. Jacques Vaughn? Uh, Mm. Greg Vaughn. Greg Vaughn. Good. For a while. No, no, no. Good, good reference. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's fine. Uh, Mo, Mo Vaughn. Mo Vaughn. Mo Vaughn. That's easy. Of course. Back to you. Um, the White Sox have a guy named Andrew Vaughn. I don't believe you. No, they do. Nope, he's, I don't, he's bad. I don't believe you. They're bad. Mm-hmm. No, you, next. Nope. You now. You, what do you mean you don't believe me? <laughs> what was the name of the family in Sound of Music? What are they called? The Von Trapps? There you go. Von Trapps. Von Trapps. Not Von Trapps, you, Trapp, you idiot. Yeah. Von as in Von, Von Miller. Von Von Miller. Hey, two for two. Let's go. All right. Anyway, I'm on the sound. I'm not on the spelling. A Dutch court on Friday banned a man from donating any more sperm after he fathered at least 550 children in the Netherlands and other countries and misled prospective parents about the number of offspring he helped to conceive. Oh, wow. The court noted that under Dutch guidelines, sperm donors are allowed to produce a maximum of 25 children oh. with 12 mothers, and that the donor lied to prospective parents about his donation history. 550, at least 550 kids fathered by this guy. Well, we got to call this dude a man whore at the very least, right? I mean, he is. You're out there just letting anything go out there. I know it's obviously not quite the same thing, but... I mean, I mean it's, in a, it's in a clinical setting. No, it's, but he's put it all out there. He's putting it he out has, there. And he's being reckless with yeah. it. I mean, I'm just saying, I think if it was, she was on the other foot, they would have something to say about, you know, obviously, I don't think a lady could have a 500 lady. children by herself. But No, we did know. this once because this show's stupid. We, we, we looked up how many oh, yeah. offspring the one most single offspring. woman birthed. And how many was it? I forget. Oh, good. I don't know. Glad you referenced this thing. Well, Teddy, that you, Teddy can look it up. No, Ted doesn't have... You referenced this thing we happened. We did it like a year ago. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what we Why did Why don't we two get the, Va- the, the Vaughn traps on the phone? <laughs> Maybe they know the answer. By the way, uh, uh, I want to say... Oh, this Brian tweeted us, and he said, there was a tweet earlier today from this particular movie-based account that had a picture of Burgess Meredith as Penguin. Okay. And it said, who's this? And then everybody was giving wrong replies. But then people started posting about Burgess Meredith. And so that's that's how this oh, all okay. started. So Thank now, God we've at least figured we out the, the origin of story mm-hmm. of Burgess Meredith that's trending exactly on Twitter. Right. Yeah. What all was right. the movie with uh, Vince Vaughn again? Delivery Man. Mm, Delivery Man. Thank you. The Vaughn Traps. That's a different the, movie entirely. The Phoenix Suns are going back to the future. Details next. Leanna's had three children since we've been talking in this segment. Wow. Impressive. It's by herself, too. That's well. She's jump roping with the umbilical cords. <laughs> Seems like not. I would say do something else with those. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Just immaculately conceiving over here, no big deal. Watch out for heavy stop and go delays on I-70 downtown split westbound between the 71 east split and the 71 315 west split. Traffic is stop and go. And that disabled vehicle is cleared from the north outer belt to 270 westbound after I-71. Traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact Ohio 811 at least 40 hours before you dig. And Ohio811.org will notify utilities to mark underground lines. It's easy to do and it's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Center Point Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas remind you to know what's below. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Listen to this show and feel better about yourself. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey! Hey! Bone's going to sell you something. Well, man, you don't want to miss the end-of-the-month sales event at Valley Ford of Columbus. Now through Saturday, you can get 0% financing for 48 months on a new Edge or Explorer. You can lease a new F-150 for only $399 a month or get up to $10,000 off plus 0% financing when you buy. Maybe you've looked at a new Bronco. They've got the new Bronco Sport Heritage there. How about up to $3,000 off one of those? All of this and more this weekend, Saturday at Valley Ford of Columbus. They are open 9 to 6 on Saturday with these huge deals and many more. End of the month sale off Hilliard Rome Road. Check them out online as well, valleyfordofcolumbus.com. Mike, I got a couple tweets for you if you want. What tweets? Well, we were uh, naming various Vaughns and we forgot a few. Craig says Ricky Vaughn, which that's right. That was a wild thing. Wild thing. Yeah. Right. From Major League. And then uh, Flew Hearts tweeted us and said, Veronica Vaughn. Veronica Vaughn. Yes. So hot. Want to touch the hiney. So do you know who the actress was who played Veronica Vaughn? That in is that Pete show? Sampras's wife. Damn it. I thought I yes. had something for you. Yes. Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson. That's who right. Ended up marrying Pete Sampras. She is now Bridget Leanne Wilson Sampras. Man, is that guy hairy? Well, he's hairy. Man, is he hairy. He got the unibrow. He's. Probably wearing wool pants. What a loser, right? He's probably worth millions of dollars. He's married Veronica Vaughn. Veronica Vaughn. They're still married. They got married in uh, 2000. Is she still uh, working? No, it says she uh, she stopped acting in 2008, it says. Okay. But anyway, congrats to them. They've had uh, two two boys, I guess, since uh, getting married, so let them live. That's and they, had they, two, they live in California. Two chimps. No, they did not. They had Sampras very hairy. Christian Charles Sampras and then uh, Ryan Nicholas Sampras. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Congratulations to them. I guess the son, I mean, the oldest is born in 2002. This kid's a full-grown oh, man at drinking. this point. Yeah, he's, oh, sure. He's banging. <laughs> Back when he was banging? Hey, oh, he's still he's banging. He's not banging yet. He's uh, November 21st of 2023 would be 21 years for him. So, Well, I mean, he's he's probably banging. Though. Well, man, maybe he is. He's I not mean, drinking. We got money. He's not drinking. Pete then, Sampras is the daddy. Sure. How much do you think Pete Sampras is worth? I'm going to say $50 million is my guess. Do you know the answer? We I look, don't know. I thought we'd have to look it up. Pete I'm just Sampras. saying. Uh, I was, yeah. Net worth. I have it here. What is it? You said 50? Yeah. Add 100 to that. Are you kidding me? It says $150 million. Wow. For Pete. Let him live, man. Sampras. That's awesome. If that's anywhere close to true, I mean, yeah. If it's fifty million, that's great. Why are we like rooting for people to be richer? It's like, yeah, what do you mean? no, fifty, oh, a hundred and fifty. No, I'm saying he's feral. I just feel like we have so many people who are like, you know, what we got to do. My kid's got to go to nineteen different hitting instructors and get him to baseball, so maybe he can have a cup of coffee in the bigs. Hit two oh four and then get DFA'd at twenty three and maybe make two hundred grand 
Or, oh, you know what my kid's going to do? Bash his brains in for 17 years, then get cut when he's in college because, I don't know, a five-star wants to play his position. And then that kid never, he has 17 injuries, he's never going to play again. We don't take the kid to the tennis court where apparently if you're Pete Sampras, you make $150 million. I mean, some people take the kid to the tennis court. Not enough. Just telling you. This is your new crusade. I'm just we need saying more youth tennis. No, I'm saying it's not an avenue we think about enough. I, That's my point. Speak for yourself. You think about I it? think about little kids playing tennis all the time. You do? I woke up this morning thinking about it. Are you taking Samantha to the tennis court Samantha. to get her ready to go? Let me tell you something about my daughter, okay? Yeah. My daughter is in the fifth percentile for height. Oh, so short. Right. Yeah, short. Clumsy as hell. I'm downstairs, and I'll just hear banging. <laughs> and I'll say, what's going on up there? I ran into the door. She is the clumsiest person. Like, she tries to use the curb as, like, a balance beam. Oh, sure. All these other kids, like, hop on the curb, and they're jumping. She gets on the curb and tries to balance herself. The curb can be two, two widths of her foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And mean. she'll fall right off. Mm. Yeah. Well, She's like her what? mother. If, if my wife was ever pulled over, she could be stone-cold sober and fail a field sobriety test. <laughs> Like one foot in front of the other, stand on one foot, she falls down instantly. Oh, I see. You're saying not the breathalyzer test. She wouldn't no, feel that. Breath- I was going to they, say. They'd actually say, well, you must be on mushrooms or something because I know you're not drunk, but you have to be on something mm. because you can't touch the tip of your nose with your finger. Tip. Yeah, that's uh, that's too bad, man. I mean, because I, I think now I got to get the kids to the tennis courts immediately. We got to get going on Come this. On, get out of here. Why not? Let's let's find out. Maybe they got a hidden talent I never knew about. Tennis? Maybe. I'm guessing well, your oldest is 12. You, you yeah. got to start them younger than that. No, late bloomer. But I also don't forget to have a nine-year-old and a three-year-old. It only takes one. I tell you, $150 million, that'd be fine for all of us. If We'd you had to put money at this point in their development. Oh, Abigail. No, hold the on. You don't know the question yet. She's I'm not talking be a about player. I'm not talking about sports oh, pros. Okay. okay. Which one do you think will be the highest earner? Oh, that's tough. See, they all have, so like Viv is the one who has so many different ways of figuring out problems and she, she will, she will like find a way to do something that she wants to do. Mm -hmm. Very inventive in that way. And I could see her being a lawyer because she has lots of good reasons for doing things at all times. Okay. Even if there is no good reason for doing it, she can your honor, I submit, and it's immediately like, I'm on my back heels, like, I didn't expect this defense, now I gotta come up with a good excuse for this. The middle one, Ava, she is, if you tell her something she wants is on the other side of a brick wall, the brick wall's coming down, there's no question. She will run, she will run through it to go get it. But then getting the motivation sometimes, you know, it's like, do you want to do that? No. So we we gotta have a high bar of motivation, but once the motivation's there, Nothing stops her. Abby, the third one, she's the one who right now goes up to adults, the grocery store. She'll go up to them and say, hello, my name is Abigail. That's my mommy. And they'll go, oh, well, isn't that sweet? Are you in preschool? And she'll say, stop talking to me and then walk away. (laughs) She she instigated the conversation. She will walk up to them. Start a conversation, and then as soon as they talk to her, she'll say, stop talking to me, and then walk away. And then my wife has to be like, I'm sorry. She's she's having a conversation with your wife and her sister, and my wife is saying, yeah, this is the same type of language right here. That's how I have it. You want to do this Phoenix Suns thing, or are we done with this? 
Uh, real quick, the Suns, they Diamond Sports, Valley Sports going away. They were on that. They have now worked out a deal for the next five years to be on a local television giant called Gray Television, which owns, among other things, their CBS television affiliate in that market. So they'll be on over-the-air television as opposed to cable. It's a blast from the past. Right. Back this in could the day, be, this, this stuff was the, always on. This could be the future, too, when all these RSNs go out of business. Locally, maybe they'll be on your CBS affiliate. I want, Dude, I, I wonder about... I mean, obviously here, 10 TV here, we have a TV station in this building. I don't know anything. I don't think anything like that's going to happen here anytime soon. But I do wonder what the local TV numbers are for just around the country. Like, does your average sports team draw better numbers? Everything we talk about is the highest rated things on TV are sports. Depends on the team. That's fair. The St. Louis Cardinals in in St. Louis? Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, But their RSN's probably not failing. That's the thing, too, right? Some of these RSNs... Doesn't matter. They're Bally's. Well, that's right. It's yeah. going to go out of business yeah, anyway. That's right. I'm just saying some of these... But they're either something will develop locally there that will take the place of Bally's or they'll go on the local channel. I'm just saying, I bet there are more than a few of these uh, baseball, football... Well, not football. NBA, NHL teams that they would do better than whatever the network television... You know, who wants to be a millionaire season 74 or whatever. Yeah, maybe you're right. I bet there's a lot of those that would probably not do as well as a random game. All right, tool of the week is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Plenty of slowdowns to watch out for. Traffic is delayed on the north outer belt of 270 eastbound between Route 315 and US 23. More slowdowns expected on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. And the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. OMG, hot and crisp nacho fries are back at Taco Bell. But they won't be here forever. Yeah, hot and crisp fries covered in bold Mexican spices with a side of nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time. And participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Troll of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs as I burp in the middle of the read. That's good. That's what we want. I would like to point out I've been told today that we have had record texting oh. on the burner phone. Oh, okay. Record, record texting. texting. Who told you that? You're the one with the burner record phone sitting there. Texting. So I guess it's a lot. All right. Here we go. Dustin says, my guys. And going up for balls and exposing yourself. My tools of the week are the Haslam's and Brown's, Brown's management for drafting. Oh, wait. Never mind. They already have, quote, their guy. I hope Watson works out, but these hillbillies need to learn to read the room before posting stuff on social media. You didn't see this yesterday when there would have been a pick by them, you know, because, again, the Texans got some of those picks. Uh, That's when they tweeted out, got our guy, and had a bunch of, with Deshaun Watson putting a hat on, and it's like, right, yeah, you traded away picks to get this loser. We'll see. Now, I mean, in, in, in fairness to them, I don't think the Haslam's are tweeting no, but he's just it's saying who's ever running the Browns account. The dumb organization. Pleasure Sauce says, my guys. These balls are coming out fast tonight. you got to squat and be ready. My tool of the week is Common Man for using his bad juju to change Ohio weather to Scotland's weather. Love the whiskey, but keep the gloom. You're in on this too, Timmy Hall. Bone is the voice of reason. Yes. I hope your sidewalks are covered in worms. Go to hell. 
Very good. Levi says, my guys. We talked about Cox. My tool of the week is T-Bone for mentioning bleeding from within is from Scotland without mentioning the Devil Wears Prada is from Dayton and even has a song named after Wapakoneta, the pride of Ohio, GTH. The H is for heaven since these bands are slash were Christian bands. Well, I don't know the bleed from within was, but yes, Devil Wears Prada was at one time. They are from Dayton, and I saw them play in Dayton, so I know that. Hey, but it doesn't sound like you're just taking it to me. Scots, Sounds like you're being Scots. very defensive. I'm just letting you know. Well, first you said they're from a Nordic country, and then we eventually settled on Scotland, that even though that's that was, not Nordic. I knew that was wrong, and I said, or Scotland, and then it turned out to be Scotland. All right. Tim Hall's meat slap says, my guys. That was all about Cox. My tool of the week is Fletcher my... Cox. Oh. Are, are you new here? You don't know when that ends? I forget. I forget. It's been a while. Play it again. I stepped that over. That was all about Cox. Fletcher Cox. Uh, my tool of the week is my coworker Roxanne. Came Roxanne! Over, <laughs> came over to get you caught up on your work three different times before the afternoon shift came in, making myself behind on my job for two hours. And you didn't offer to help me in return get caught back up on mine. Hashtag GTH. Hashtag tired of making others look good. Uh, let's see. Morgan says, my guys. They got their hands on a lot of balls. Uh, my tool of the week is Common Man. I listen to you guys on the podcast at my kitchen job. Without fail, if a server or bartender walks into the kitchen, it will be during a care commercial about the Queen or Bruce Coslett or nipples. Now they all think I'm a weirdo. Hashtag GTH. What are you talking about, man? If you don't get that, I guess you need to listen to the podcast. First, first of all, you remember the brand, don't you? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's right. the whole point of the commercials mm. is to, you know, remember care, heating, and cooling. And now you have. That's right. Hey. Jordan. Jordan Speed says my fellow Graham, Cox. I mean, they're all just going to be like, "Hey, I got him! No, I got him! I want that sack." He said also, "And Ted, for what it's worth, my okay, tool, Ted doesn't get my tool of the week today. is my students. I know it's almost summer, but can you act like a decent human being until then? Sincerely, all teachers." It, hashtag it, it, it amazes me that this guy is shaping young minds. Mm-hmm. That's right. We assume it's a guy. I don't know. It could be a gal. That's right. Uh, sitting alone in a bar, says my guys. Yeah, they, they definitely are monitoring his load. My tool of the week is the jackass who mashed a video of Julie Andrews singing The Sound of Music with the face and voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't get it out of my head. Make it stop. Look at my boobies, Jack. Yes, that uh, whoever that is, Timmy Hall sends me and Mike every one of that guy's videos, well, and yes. they're great. You know what Timmy has? He sends me some of those sometimes. Mm. Most of the time, it's women with big asses. Okay. Timmy likes the big okay. asses. That's good. Polly Two Shirt says, "My periodontists." That wasn't a doink. That was a dog. <sighs> My tool of the week is Common Man's parents. They were family friends with dog molesters. Jeez Louise, poor <laughs> Mugsy. That's right. We said the same thing at the time. The next, not joking. The next one in the list that I have here is Mugsy's Leaper. Says my. Tools. So of many week. of those balls pop out. I don't know what that was. My tool of the week is the customer that asks us to put our store cat in the back because she, she has a phobia of cats. Fur real cats? That's ridiculous. Oh, wait. My wife has a fear of latex balloons popping. Never mind. Carry on. What right. store is it? We're just I don't cat, know. Cats running around. Petland. No. Cats are acceptable to have running around a business. You can go lots of places and a cat can be running around. If a dog's running around, it's like... Where who, do you go where there's died? just cats in there? Well, the veterinarian, for example. Well, all right. Pet food stores. Coffee shops. Coffee shops. Libraries. Libraries. Yeah, libraries. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I don't go in these That's places. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, John says, my guys. But he's sort of much more erect. My tools of the week are the environmental group that protested during the FIA Formula E race, which was delayed at the start. Really? Formula E, the actual sustainable series. What's next? Vegans protesting a salad bar. GTH hashtag Columbus E pre. Yes, I'd love to see that. But that didn't make any sense to me either. Why are we protesting the electric car series? That's supposed to be better. I would know. Uh, Tipsy Waffle says, my guys. A whale's vagina. Tool of the Week is an athletic clothing company that wanted me to be a brand ambassador. Oh. First, I'd have to buy stuff. I make waffles with beer in them. Nothing healthy about it. My future Tool of the Week is for me telling my coworkers and relatives to buy this brand and use my promo code, hashtag GTH. What does Tipsy Waffles do? No, he's saying... Because Tipsy Waffles, he makes waffles made of beer. Tipsy, like drinky. Oh, I see. I don't know what he actually does or she. I don't know what they do. I'm just saying that's what that is. Uh, Bacon House says, my guys. Look at my boobies, Jack. Thank you. My tool of the week is the dumb lawyer from West Virginia. Rhymes with Oreo. I added that. Dude, just admit that you were wrong instead of going on a tirade on Twitter trying to, well, actually, people. This nerd needed to be stuffed in lockers more in high school. Thank you, Bacon House. I will tell you, if you make Tipsy Waffles with a big ass, Tim will send me the video. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Casey Dawson. Yeah, put syrup on that. There you go. Casey Dawson says, my guys. Bang that all night. My tool of the week is my middle manager who complains when people use their vacation time. Well, yeah, what's it for? You're supposed to be able to use it. Isn't that why we have vacation time? Yeah. Right. Jason says, my guys. Absolute drunken orgies. Tool of the week is Brady Quinn for reporting that CJ was falling in the draft for kind of ghosting the Manning Passing Academy. What a tool comment, Brady. Good one. CJ fell all the way from the number one pick to number two pick. Give me a break. What a tool. I'm just glad someone else thinks Brady Quinn's a tool. Zach, well, you, you've hated Brady Quinn I forever. Have, I've been, Let the poor man live. I've been hating on him ever since he was a Notre Let Dame. Let him live. That's right. Zach says, what's cracking? Jack and D. Tool of the week is the trend of team owners who need a new stadium every 20 to 25 years, minus the labor discrepancies. Build something like the pyramids. That'll last 4,000 years as a testament to your massive egos and stop holding cities and fan bases hostage. GTH. That's right. I'm sure the pyramids weren't easy to build. Probably cost a lot of money, but guess what? You can go see the pyramids. Well, I can't they, go. I can't I go mean, see the municipal stadium. That's gone. They were pretty easy though, because the aliens came down and oh, built I forgot. them. I forgot. Right? That's what I've been told. Yeah. All right. Pick a winner. Come on. Uh, uh, which one was I going to do? I don't. I had know. one. I'm scrolling back through. Hold on. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Morgan, who had the tweet about being in the kitchen and everybody hearing the Queen and Bruce Coslett and nipples. That one. Yep. You have to have dinner with one of them. Tim Ooh. Tebow or Brady Quinn? Which one? Oh, Tebow. Not, nothing against Brady Quinn. To be fair, Brady Quinn's probably very nice to talk to. I just think I would have so many deconstructing religion questions for Brady for uh, Tim Tebow. I think it'd be a really fun dinner. I think he'd be, by the end of it, he'd be like going to Hot Topic and buying all the like satanic metal band t-shirts and be like, let's Man, go. Man, you really have a, a good opinion of yourself. To be that persuasive. Mm-mm. This nope. entire man has believed nope. something. No. Nope. He's going to sit down for one meal with you. I've heard him talk. I I think I got him. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I think I got him in the, uh, what do they call it? The arena of ideas or whatever. I think I can hold my own. All right. Just him. I'm not saying anybody else. There's probably lots of people who could talk me out of what I believe. 
I think I could get, I'm telling you, well, Tim you believe, Tebow and I. You believe nothing. Like, that's right. So I'm very easily persuaded because mm-hmm. I have no beliefs. You know what I did? I did see the other day, speaking of uh, beliefs. What's that? Uh, apparently, it's popular among some scientists now to think that before trees were banging, okay, we lived in a mushroom kingdom. Oh. Big, giant mushrooms. Giant mushrooms. Huge. That's interesting. Huge mushrooms. I'd love to know They've more. apparently seen the fossils of these big mushrooms. Mushroom fossils? Mushroom fossils. Those are not mushrooms. There's some other what kind of fossils. Huge, some kind huge of other. dongs? Well, I mean, that's what I would probably have assumed. A whole landscape of dongs. By the way, I missed this one. I just have to read it real quick, and then we'll let Leanna go. You know, we got we to gotta take a break. All right, fine. I'll read save it. next, it. because Tim's not here. This we have nothing person, to do. They're not winning. I'm just... I have to read the name All of this right. tweet. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. Traffic is stop and go on I-70 downtown split westbound between the 71 east split and the 71 315 west split. Plan on some heavy delays and you'll find some more slow traffic in the north outer belt to 270 eastbound between Route 315 and US 23. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Association of County Behavioral Health Authorities. Sometimes life can be overwhelming. Crisis text line can help. If you're struggling and feel like you can't talk to anyone about it, text for hope to 741741. Free confidential support. Crisis text line, text for hope to 741741. For one now. Only an array with fan traffic. Live coverage of the NFL draft. Round two. Coming up at the top of the hour. You excited about that? I love it. I'm excited too. I'm gonna go home tonight and I'm gonna watch Elimination Hockey tonight. There you go. And I'm gonna eat pizza mm. and I'm gonna flip on the draft and see what's going on. Tonight is a pizza night for sure. I have been up since 2.30 this morning. Oh, no. Because I had the insomnia. I couldn't sleep. That eh, sucks, man. So Sorry I'm gonna to hear that. Sloppy drunk and pass out early. That sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. With hopefully some pizza just dribbling oh, down the yes, side of your little pizza like a, sauce. A piece is just on the couch. Now, what uh, are you are you planning on making a pizza or are you no, going to no, order? No. We order pizza tonight. Do you have a preferred style you're going with tonight or a toppings list of any kind that you're getting? Uh, we are getting a white pizza tonight. Mm, okay. With uh, chicken, tomatoes, and garlic. Okay. And they do like a garlic butter sauce. How could that be bad? You said garlic and butter on the sauce. That's all you need. Mm, it's delicious. Delicious. You know, I did see a pizza thing that I thought you might be interested in. What? Um, Papa John's is debuting a new menu item. Now they've had these. They're called, uh, I think, what is the term they gave to them? A papadilla, which is papadilla, which is essentially, and I'm sure the Papa John's people would tell me I'm wrong. It's essentially a small pizza folded in half, sliced like, you know, it's like a crescent moon and then you slice it in half. And so you get two little corner pocket kind of things full of like toppings and cheese calzone or yes but it's not closed in it's open on the ends oh, i'm telling okay, you it's right. literally to me it looks like someone took a small pizza folded it in half and then sliced a it papadilla anyway you can get these with various toppings they have like a philly cheesesteak one i think among other ones right they now have a cool ranch doritos papadilla, uh, papadilla. where the crust you can get like chicken or beef or steak or whatever other things you want in it but it is toasted with all that in it after it's been folded and then they dust it with the cool ranch doritos seasoning on the outside we've discussed this before i'm sure that's very delicious how can it be bad 
Sure. We've discussed this before. Why do they not sell Dorito seasoning in a shaker? Dude, to get it to store and, and put it on chicken or what? Cool Ranch, nacho cheese, spicy, flaming hot. I've had like ranch seasoning and it's good. I not put it same. in things. I like it. It is not the same not as the, same. the Cool Ranch seasoning, whatever Doritos does. A lot of companies have figured this out though because. I was recently at the store looking in the sauce aisle because I like sauce. I get into the sauce aisle and I stay there for half an hour. Sauce Gardener was there. (laughs) That's right. Very good. So I'm looking at all these different things and I see Arby's sauce in the bottle. Oh, I was was unaware this was Arby's has the sauce in a bottle. I didn't know. Yeah. So you can get Arby's sauce and put it on whatever you want. They also have, and I'm sure people knew about this, Chick-fil-A has a lot of their sauces now right there. So if you've ever had the Polynesian sauce at Chick-fil-A, which I enjoy with a little nugget, that's good for me. All right, back page. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Hey, Bone. Uh, Australian post-hardcore band by the name of Trophy Eyes was recently doing a concert in Atlanta. They're touring the U.S. They were in Atlanta. And one attendee was there for another band that was opening called Against the Current. This commenter did not like their experience, mostly because the fans of Trophy Eyes, the Australian hardcore band, were very crazy. They said, first time I ever heard of you guys was at a concert in Atlanta tonight. The lead singer kept encouraging mosh pits and crowd surfing, which made the majority of us feel very unsafe. Which is not fair because we were there before your crazy fans. I almost had a panic attack. I didn't even get the chance to find out if I liked your songs because I had to keep worrying about getting kicked in the head. So then a bunch of fans of this band jumped online and said, Hey, that's not cool. The band is the band. If you didn't like it, well, too bad. But that's what they do. They've always done this, whatever. So everybody's waiting with bated breath to see what does the band themselves, what does Trophy Eyes have to say about this? Again, this is a punk hardcore band. Their official account weighed in a few hours later with the very punk hardcore response, F you. <laughs> all right. All right. So, all right. All right. I, I think that's, hey, that's, hey, that's rock and that's roll, baby. That's what you signed up for. I mean, again, that's that's on brand is all I'm saying. NFL Draft. Live coverage is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone weekend tomorrow. We'll see you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone and Teddy on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. What am I, chopped liver? Come on. You'll find the east side of I-70 eastbound between Hamilton Road and 270. Traffic is slow in that area. Please be careful. And more delays on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact Ohio 811 at least 48 hours before you dig. And Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground mines. It's easy to do, and it's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas remind you to know what's below. Have a great weekend, folks. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan.